Do you know Welcome how back. I always talk, talk over Keith when he starts saying "Welcome okay. back," and then Keith has to edit it out, and it's awkward. No, that's the intro now. Oh dang it! You're gonna uh, congratulations. The the intro is just you. I being always talk you. over. You. <laughs> Give me. F- so I pause for like three seconds to make sure the recordings <laughs> have all started correctly, and so on, and don't just start talking immediately. And you're just like, oh, I had an opening. I better fill this up. <laughs> fill it. Talk. Uh, let's see. We have one remaining question email, I think. I think I think that's it. Uh, so Finn Icebear asks, So I've been following your videos for, for a few years now, and I've always surprised by how consistently you're able to put out content. I'm someone who is working constantly on short-term and long-term projects at the same time and have to get too overwhelmed and end up dropping things that I really wanted to complete or or not even letting myself start new things to begin with my question is do you have is do you have a highly flexible work schedule where anything get work can get worked on at any time or do you find it easier to get uh really getting into one thing and focusing on finishing the project before trying to tackle another i haven't found anything that works well for me yet but hey that's how the adhd dice roll Ooh, i'm I'm not i i don't know what the definitions of some of the stuff is because i'm like i'm always there's there is no such thing as just working on one project all the time because I have a I have my job project <laughs> where I have to do let's plays forever. I can't comment about the ADHD thing, so I'll I'll reserve that for uh I don't know if you guys have it, but uh, I don't as far as I know. I think so. The, is the gist of the question about having a, a fixed work s- schedule or? not is that is that is that it did i misunderstand it um i don't uh, i don't think it's about a fixed work schedule i think it's more of just how do you keep up a consistency long term like that like for example i don't know like how do you consistently upload videos every day for multiple years what is i mean the question was essentially in that it starts with a sentence my like my question is do you have a highly flexible work schedule where anything can work, be worked on at any time, or do you find it easier to really get into one thing and focus on finishing that project before you tackle another? Uh, uh, yeah, so I, for, I don't do YouTube full-time, and lately I haven't been doing YouTube uh, as much as I used to. Uh, I think that probably connects to uh, the question as well, the fact that I have been basically slowing down and the reasons for it. But um, I think the... It does depend on, for me, it, it definitely depends on the way I start recording. So, or, or how, uh, the way, like how I feel when I push the button shapes the way I, I do my videos. So for the longest time, I would basically record by myself and I would record the episodes like in, you know, a few in a row or maybe just one, depending on how I felt. But for me, doing YouTube and doing videos was a, a way to not have to think about the stress of work and all that whole environment and just arrive home. I had something that I love doing and it's, it's so, it's so much fun to play games with, with other people watching. And, uh, it, it's basic. I always felt it like that. Um, and so basically I looked, I, like I came home and I looked forward to recording four episodes or five episodes or however many episodes I published in one day. Uh, and so, like i like it basically boils down to me not having any other thing going on with me besides work and youtube but 
I think the po- the main point for me is that I psyched myself up to record. And so when I if I arrived home in a in a bad mood or I didn't feel like yeah, I didn't feel like it, I would not record because it's it doesn't work like like you get I you can I don't think I can pull off the energy that I have on a normal let's play episode uh if I'm not feeling like it or if I don't like the game in or I might not like the game but it's just like if I'm not feeling like playing the game, even if I don't like it, which I usually do, but still. So because of that, it's kind of a mixture of, of that, uh, of, of the, of the you know, flexible schedule because you're psyching yourself up. But at the same time, the reasons you're, I was psyching myself up, and this, and this situation changed the, a year ago, but the reasons for that was because I was trying to basically cut, cut my work life off and be like, okay, let's do games now. This is, this is good. And so I used Let's Playing and used recording as a sort of a, um, a rest time. I was resting, basically. Even though psyching yourself up, is, it, it takes effort. It takes, you know, a certain... It, it, it's tiresome to a, to a certain extent. And these days I change that for me because uh, my work is now, well, it's still stressful, but it's on a different, it's different, uh, it's basically, it's less uh, intensive and much more healthy in, in terms of a personal relationship in, inside the company. So I am, I'm very glad to be in that situation. And what that means is that I don't have the need to decompress after work. And so basically I, I, I stop work and I'm like, cool. Oh, I'm f- I feel good. And so I don't feel the need to to be like, let's record. And it, I also changed the way I, I record my Let's Plays, which is I do it wa- live on stream. And I think that connects to, to it. If you're a streamer, like if you have a schedule and your viewers are expecting you to be live, that's, you know, <laughs> it's right there. It's the schedule. You need to do it, whether you like it or not. Uh, and if you convert that into a Let's Play after, then editing is magic. So it's it's fine. But if you're just more of a traditional Let's Player um, on YouTube anyway, then I think you can get away with less of that schedule. Especially if you value your mood, I suppose. Which I think is an important thing. Hmm. I'm trying to think for myself, uh, which is hard. It's very hard to have independent thought the um i i would say i would say i'm more likely to to impulsively do things uh than i am to have a plan exactly like i don't have like a rigid uh plan for things that i start often it tends to be something that i'll get i'll i'll do the planning <laughs> while we're live kind of deal and uh, but it's different when it comes to like let's plays where I have uh, at least I think I have a more consistent uh, or I try to keep things more consistent in that way. Um, it's it, the question's weird because like yeah, I, I'm thinking just in general, like in general, when I am doing something, it's mostly impulsive. There isn't like some grand plan. There isn't a uh, it's it doesn't go much beyond like time and date is when it will start. And then everything from there is kind of just how what happens happens. But I would say that if I, the more invested I become into something, the more like emotion I tie to something, the more planning I'll do for it. So if I, 
uh it, yeah if i if i'm just uh if i think a lot about something before doing it i am more likely uh, and that's how you like build more emotion to something is the more you think about it and you build all these expectations like then i'm more likely to t- to be more um organized about it or i'm willing to you know sit down and come up with a schedule and come up with a plan and be consistent with it and figure out what i need and all that stuff whereas yeah, if it's just like if I just look at something and go, that sounds like fun and just do it, then I may not finish it. I may not follow through. Uh, it's just, yeah, that's just the way that I view projects is like wildly un, uh, mostly chaotically. Are you YouTube, talking? YouTube is really weird because YouTube is like this thing where the moment you're not doing it, it's like it doesn't exist anymore. It's like you have to yeah. keep doing it all the time or it feels like you don't have a channel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Tell that to uh, like th- John Tron. <laughs> mm-hmm. Andrew, are you, when you talk about projects, do you mean just, because it sounded like you're not just talking about YouTube. It, sound, it sounded like you're talking about other things as well. Well, the, the question wasn't jet, like, wasn't very specific about just content creation. It seemed, mm-hmm. it seemed more, it was just like in general, like when you're doing like treating YouTube, YouTube, uh, like let's play it's our projects right yeah you know, when you pick up the yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah you have to treat it like it's a new project you're like i'm gonna beat this game am i gonna 100 percent it am i gonna play you know like am i gonna stream it or am i just gonna record it like there's a lot of things that go into just picking a single game and i consider those to be like individual projects um but also just anything in life you know something i'm just trying to think of like even i, I want to read a book okay well am i just gonna start the book and hope it goes well like hope i can finish the book before my brain finds other things to do or am i going to sit down and say like every night at 10 p.m i'm going to read this fucking book so i can finish it um i think that like i i try to treat or i like to look at everything as a project because with i don't know for me with like adhd you kind of sometimes need to do that or else if you just let your brain come up with what it decides will be the conclusion or you know like the process to go with it often won't be anything your brain will just decide arbitrarily and very uh un you know uncaringly that it is just over now we have like ceased caring about this thing we will not remember it i will not remind you that this thing exists i will just focus a hundred percent on something else and so yeah i I I ask because the, like it did sound like you were talking about more than than YouTube and I think that's that's healthy to to see things as projects. The trick, I, I and I again I speak as somebody who uh, doesn't have ADHD, but I do struggle with uh, starting pro like starting projects and not finishing them, or you know I I watch a YouTube video about I don't know. It doesn't happen too much, but it it does happen. Like, um, like this year, I uh, I, I watched the YouTube video about mountain mountain bikes just on a whim, um, and I was like, oh, this this new technology and like the new bikes, they're pretty cool. Because I had a mountain bike like twenty years ago, that that was <laughs> that, that that's nothing compared to back in compared my to day. the new ones. Yeah, uh, they're pretty cool and whatnot. Um, and then I'm moving now, and I I 
I looked at the surrounding area. I was like, well, maybe maybe where I'm going, where I've already bought the house, maybe that's there's mountains around because I, I know there's some mountains around. But then uh, it it turns out there's a, a a huge bike park around around the place. I was like, you know what? I'm getting a bike, uh, a, a mountain bike, um, and uh, turns out they're all out of stock. But I figured something out, and yeah. Uh, so that does happen on like on a whim starting a project, but just to just to like bring it all back to my point, my initial point, uh, initial point is I think it's important as well to be okay with reassessing your goals. And I'll give an example. You know, if if reassessing your goals in the spirit of getting things done, sometimes it's okay to not do something just so you can do something else instead. Especially if you have too much on your plate. So. Back in 2020, at the beginning of 2020, I was um, considering either buying a new computer desk or making a new computer desk myself. And now all the computer desks that I wanted to buy um, weren't really good for my uh, current and at the time room. And I was like, oh, this is all a compromise. If I'm going to spend this much money, I'm not going to spend it on a compromise because, you know, good computer desks, they're expensive. Um, and so I, I, I started looking at uh, carpentry stuff and I'm like, maybe I can make it myself. It's not, I mean, I have experience, some experience, not fi finishing is a bit of a scary thing, but cutting wood and like doing all that stuff. That's I, I can do that. That's yeah, I can do that. And there's a bunch of, there's so many YouTube channels dedicated to that and they're all done in yeah. a way that convince people that they can, anybody can do it and anybody can do carpentry stuff it's just <laughs> not as good as they make it look i was gonna say you're you're describing my brother who is perpetually <laughs> doing carpentry now and is often picking up entire hobbies off of youtube mm -hmm. I, so what I happened also, to me is yeah. uh what happened to me is i i i had a budget i like i did all the research i had a budget i knew what uh what tools I was going to need. I knew the shortcuts I was going to take. So I didn't have to have like, you know, a table saw or like all sorts of things that are specific for uh, like, for example, jo making joints. I, I knew I had my project and I still have it, uh, but uh, I had my project where I didn't have to make joints. So I didn't have to like learn. That's, that's, that's tricky. Uh, I would just I, like, I had the table all set up and configured in a way that would work without joints and like it was it was a solid project for 500 euros i i had things down let's that's that's wood that's tools everything included i, I was good and um i bought some tools i, I spent like 150 euros on, on stuff and the, one of the first things was um doing like a hack it kind of thing with a circular saw where you can use a circular saw as a a, as a, a substitute for a table saw and if you don't know what those are circular saw is the stuff that you usually use to like cut pallets outside or like you can cut tape uh, big loud one they're all big and loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that, that that's uh that you can pick it up by your uh, in your hand and, and use it as a as like a i don't remember the name of the other one but yeah, it's it's a it's a round it's circular the, saw Keith that has to not record for the next few hours because someone's using a circular saw on this block. Yes, that is exactly yeah. So a table saw is that is like a circular saw but inverted. So it's it's the circular saw turned upside down and it's on a table and you can use it with with things. So there was this channel with a brilliant video about how to turn your circular saw into a table saw. And I was like, oh, for 60 euros, I can I can just, you know, get get some wood and do this thing and save a lot of money. And I, I got my tools going. Uh, 
So that was like the first step of my project, besides just buying a couple of things. And uh, that first step turns out that the video overly exaggerated how solid and sturdy the the hacked together table saw was. And I was like, this is not good enough. <laughs> so I have a circular saw. <laughs> this is how people and... end up dying trying to make the fucking electric wood thing. Yeah. A well, bunch of fucking it... <laughs> YouTubers lie about basic elements and don't warn people about any of the downsides or dangers because they're they're essentially selling yeah. the idea that this is a cool thing. Wow, look at this exactly. life hack. And then, then expecting no one to actually do it. Exactly. So, I mean, I... I in, I'm not accusing the anybody of, or and certainly I'm not accusing the the YouTube channel that I saw of of uh, like malicious videos or anything. It's just for what I wanted, the accuracy of the hacked together table saw wasn't good enough because you know the problem was I I was doing long long uh, stretches of wood for a big table. I was doing it in in an accurate enough way that. Uh, you know, would require some accuracy. So, like, it was just wasn't good enough. So, like, this was, like, mid-pandemic as well, <laughs> or at the beginning. So, like, early on, I, I was, like, two months into the whole thing. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not making a table, and I'm I, I'm just going to have to eat the, the, the money I spent already. Because if I wanted to do something, I, uh, you know, properly, I would have to buy a lot more money. So, turns out I didn't need a new table. Uh, because I got a new house, so the room is better, and I can buy a table from IKEA. It's fine. But uh, yeah, my my the moral of the story is, if things don't work out right at the start, um, the the usual Give up way immediately and never try again. <laughs> it's not as uh, well. Yes, that is the moral of my story. Give up immediately and never try again. <laughs> but uh, but the real reason why moral. you should do that isn't that <laughs> the real reason isn't that um isn't that you you can't achieve things that are difficult but rather unless you're really committed and unless you have experience if you're a new a, a newcomer to anything when there's like a huge thing right at the beginning you're just going to sink so much time into doing nothing and you're going to get demoralized not not just for for that particular for carpentry in this case but for other stuff as well if you get into whatever different things are um so it's important to finish what you start but it's also you know in, in order to for you to do that you know, on a regular enough basis you need to pick your battles i, f I think that's my that's my uh recommendation don't buy a circular saw for a table saw just get a table saw they're like just they're only three times as expensive it's not that much <laughs> i promise you if you're <laughs> yeah Jesus. it's fine get the get the table saw the cheap one from Walt the waltz or whatever i don't know the brand <laughs> No, I think it would be more <laughs> oh, safe to those... just make it out of a screwdriver or just a drill. Just get an electric drill, yeah, put a drink. Uh, saw, yeah, saw, put a uh, saw blade on the end of it, and then put like a piece of wood over on top of it, <laughs> and then just cut a hole using the saw into the wood, and then fit the saw over that hole. And there you go. Look, now you have a perfectly good, easy to use table saw, and you didn't even need it's to like spend. It's like a dentist. It's like a dentist thing, but with a huge saw. <laughs> it's. Uh, tools are it tools are like rough. Death. I think there's a. Uh, I don't know. It, tools are one of the most annoying things to me, just because they're. It feels like if you go to like any kind of tool, you go to like any kind of home improvement store, 
it feels almost like every single tool is the exact same goddamn tool. You look at a saw, hmm. and you look at a saw from one company and a saw from another company, and you hold them exactly next to each other, and you go, wow, those are saws. They are just the same fucking saw. This one is green. This one is red. But they're both just saws. Ah, but that's, and that's because you, do, you can't tell. It's yeah, tricky. well, that's the thing. It's like, I can't tell. But when I go online and look at videos, it doesn't seem like anyone else can tell either because everyone says the same thing about each saw. So like, oh, well, can you tell me about this brand of saws? Like, yes, it can do this, 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 and these are its downsides. All right, tell me about this other competitor saw. I was like, okay, it can do this, 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 and it has the exact same downsides. I'm like, well, what is the feature of this saw then besides its brand name? Like, the blade is <laughs> interchangeable, so I can just put whatever blade I want on it. It's just... Uh, it's just a vehicle. It's like a, it's like the the shell of a car with no tire or engine in it, where you're like, okay, well, that shell looks fancy. Can I use it? And someone just goes like, yeah, but I don't think you're gonna like that grip. That grip has a little bit of funny bumps on it, and you're like, okay, well, is there like I, that, a cataclysmic? Is there like a cataclysmic error here? <laughs> like, is this one 15 centimeters like bent in the wrong way and I can't cut wood anymore? Or is it like just nuanced <laughs> shit? It's like, it's just nuanced shit. Like I work on a, you know, I work on an assembly line with 400 other burly men with giant beards and we all hate it when we have to grip our saws just a little too hard because then when we go home and try to eat sausage with our forks, it hurts our thumbs. Like... I, it's it's always something but so not even mundane. true though but it's but it's <laughs> like it's always it's always something so, so it's always like something so mundane though <laughs> like you look at it you look at two different tools like i have a drill i went to buy um there was a, a sale going on and i could get these like two items i've been looking for which one was a a, a hand vacuum shop vac um and another mm. was a uh when the shop vacs on it is, and uh, and another, especially when it's on your hand, because you can't get away from it. The um, the uh, and the second one was like an air pump, so like for uh, like inflating tires or deflating tires if you want to be a criminal. And um, you uh, deflate tires with an air pump. What kind of air pump is it, that? Yeah, so uh, so the air pump will what it does is uh, when it's... there are non criminal reasons to deflate your tires. <laughs> There are, yeah, when but you're going I'm not going to use them. I'm not going to use them for non-criminal reasons. But uh, you're yeah, going to use them for criminal reasons. Then. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's what you're why, saying. Yeah, exactly. That's the <laughs> only reason you'd ever have that. Uh, I think you deflate your tires when you put chains on. Yeah, so you need or to deflate when you tires go off when you put road chains or on. when you need to change your tires. Yeah, when you change it, it really helps if you deflate it because it's a lot less heavy. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> yeah th things things like that uh but anyways the point is that i got i could get these two devices um for really affordable because it was like a buy one uh get one free basically as long as you bought these two obscenely large batteries for these devices and so for context like most anytime you make anytime tools exist like say uh, like I was talking about, you have the green tool and the red tool. Well, both companies that make those tools make like 5,000 other tools. Every tool, any tool you can think of, both of these companies make tools for that. Because um, that is the way that it works now. So you don't just go and like buy a handsaw from so-and-so and then buy a table saw from that and that. You got to buy everything from one person because they all take special batteries or they all take like special adapters and attachments. Um 
Or they just look good in your garage because they have these advertisement pictures and are like, this could be your garage if you weren't a scum lord. Look at all these red devices. They all look good together, right? You don't no, want the yellow ones are better. Green. No, you don't want yellows in your reds. <laughs> Ooh, that's gross. Um, that's so true, though. You're, you're spot on. <laughs> And and so and so when I went there to buy these two batteries, I was picking up these two objects. Obviously, just a shop back, just a deflator. Not much. I'm not asking for rocket science here. I pick up both of them and I'm getting ready to go. And someone goes, Hey, heads up, bud. That brand's actually not very good. <laughs> and meanwhile he's you. holding I will kill you. <laughs> meanwhile, he's holding this red device of the exact same nature as mine. Um, that cost and being three like, times as much. It costs the exact fucking same as mine. Oh no! Except, it's, it, yeah. except it doesn't have a deal going on for the buy one get one free. So that's the only difference between these two devices, and or and they're different colors, obviously. God forbid. And so, um, and so I was like, okay, uh, thanks for letting me know. I guess and. <laughs> And it's just like, I don't know. I, I just was thinking like, what is, at what point does it matter to buy tools from a specific vendor? Like what, besides the weird brand loyalty, I feel like tools have become very good. Like there's either a tool that works or a tool that doesn't work. But most, like most power tools tend to just be usable power tools it's i like even when i go and watch videos of like fancy carpenters doing fancy carpenter things i see all of them using wildly different brands for varying different things uh and it doesn't seem to me like a lot of them have like anytime i look for brand loyalty it's always from reviewers it's never from actual woodworkers woodworkers always seem to just be like i don't know i had this saw for like 25 years and i got it when i was in poverty has it killed and it, me yet yeah exactly <laughs> try, like, to try I, a few times <laughs> yeah it's just like it hasn't killed me yet and that's what i respect about it and i'll use it till i die aka it kills me <laughs> like that's just what they do <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right i guess i like those are the people i trust the most of like when i'm looking to buy something I'll see, especially like our cooking channels are a good example of this. You'll see someone's like, I have this wand. That's it. And you're like, why do you have that? And it's like, I just have it. And that's what I use. And they just like saw something with it. And you're like, oh, fuck. All right. Well, it does a good job, I guess. He's using it, but he won't recommend it to me, which is really weird. He just has <laughs> the thing. He just pulls it out like everyone has one. Here's your saw. Take your saw. And you're mm -hmm. like, I I don't have that. What saw is that? Are you going to tell me about that saw you got? And he's like, no, I'm going to use it. And he's just like, oh, fuck. All right. The, and then, but then you'll the like go and is, look up like about that saw on YouTube. And there'll be like 500 videos for every single saw ever made on the market. And they're all positive. And you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how it works in the UK. Uh, sorry, the US. But here in Portugal, I, like my, my dad works in construction so and I, I helped him like growing up. I would go to construction places and help him out and stuff. So I have a, a general understanding of how professionals do things with with their tools and whatnot. And I certainly have a, a very good understanding how my dad does things with his tools. And here, like everything is going to be the cheapest item that with with the correct features, obviously, like uh, drills are an interesting thing because you can if you buy the the cheapest drill, for example, you're not going to be able to drill into stone because drilling yeah. into stone requires a hammer uh, in the in the drill, and even like 
even the cheapest hammer drill is going to require there's different levels and whatnot but it, as long as it has the features professionals here that i know anyway they'll buy the cheapest stuff and the thing is it, it, it it's so much worse than like the thing is they know how to use the tools and they use them in ways that they're obvious that sometimes the tools aren't even meant to be used they just know how to work around limitations of the of the tools and when a professional picks up a a, a i don't know a, ta- a saw or a drill or or whatever and does and it works all day on that with that thing and that thing just was the cheapest stuff on the store then they they just run that thing ragged for for a year or whatever however long it lasts it's not the same kind of life than that uh, an amateur uh do it things at home kind of person is going to give to a tool so i you'd think that like with this situation you'd think that a person who just oh i have i i want to hang some some whatever's on my wall i'll buy a drill and I'll buy the cheapest one because it doesn't matter if it lo- doesn't last very long because I'm not going to give it a hard life, right? You'd think that that would be how it works. The professionals would buy the more expensive stuff because it lasts longer. It has more features. Than, like, they, it makes their life easier. They sa- save money because their life is easier. And then the person who does it at home or the amateur or whatever um, is going to buy the cheapest. But it's, it's actually not the way it works. It's the other way around. because what, Or I'm not saying that no professionals buy really fancy stuff. Obviously, they do. But if they they work they work in contractor uh, as contractors, there's a disincentive dis- to that. At least here in Portugal, because uh, your stuff gets nicked, you can't you can't leave it anywhere because people just take it, and uh, yeah, unless the 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 construction site is like secured or anything. But yeah, if you're if you're just a general contractor, it's kind of a problem. Uh, so what what ends up happening is the it's it's like. It's an excuse to have an, a fancier power tool, and you set you spent money on it, and like it, all that it matters is how you use it anyway. It a fancier power tool is not going to allow you to make anything better. It's just the same thing except it's fancier, and you spent more money on it, so you're going to like it. So what what you're saying is this is red instead of yellow. That is basically it. It's just people yeah. who like. And, and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's totally fine. If you like the, the stuff you have, that is a cool thing. And being able to... And maybe you even do more stuff because you like the stuff you have. Especially if you can afford it. Uh, like, maybe you do more, you know, do more repairs at home. Because, oh, it's just an excuse to use this new fancy whatever <laughs> thing with a flashlight on it or whatever. But for professionals, the, the reality I observe or observed growing up was just that they would always have the rattiest kind of crappiest tools ever in the world. And like my dad used to use, uh, I don't remember the name of the, well, it doesn't matter the name of the brand cause it was a no name brand it was a yellow, uh, hammer drill. He bought it for 25 euros and it lasted him seven years. And yeah. starting on the second week, that thing was spitting oil already. <laughs> It was just like it, uh, the 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 bushings were all. I don't, it's not the bushings; it's the O rings and whatever. They were they were just bad because hammer drills have a super tough life. So after like more than an hour of of drilling, they just break because they're not meant to be. Like the cheapest stuff is not meant to to last for more than an hour because it's just to hang some stuff on your wall as a amateur person. But my dad used that for seven years, and I eventually like to the point where whenever I needed some something, I would. Uh, I, I wouldn't ask him. Uh, well, I I didn't ask him. I bought my own drill, uh, 
that cost 35 euros and it didn't die because I just ha wanted to hang something on a wall. But the thing is, like, it wasn't my room. I wanted to make a drill a hole and I couldn't ask for his, for his drill because it, it's like oil all over the place. It's terrible. But on a construction site, it's fine. Yeah, that's it's like it, it's uh, yeah. that's what I mean. It's just like it's it's frustrating when you try to you, know, you just want a thing and you there there are, there are a lot of instances where knowing information about certain products is important um like even something stupid you wouldn't think about like a fan in your room it kind of matters yeah, yeah, what yeah. kind of fan you buy like you got to be careful about the speeds and the way that it shoots air out or sucks air in and like all this stuff but a lot of power tools are just like look man i don't give a fuck it's gonna go through whatever you want it to do you want it to drill it's gonna fucking drill how long you want it to drill <laughs> like how messy you want it to drill i i don't care about that you didn't ask me about that how you if you want it to drill it will drill and uh and then like once you get to a certain level there becomes like a price uh fall off like once you get to a certain tier it nothing matters anymore except for like brand yes. loyalty yeah. it, like you're not you're exactly. not buying you're not buying anything extra when you pay like 700 dollars for a a table saw um you know like it, you're just basically saying like yeah i trust that brand to not die on me and give me 700 dollars worth of an investment but who cares man i've i've used like i've used saws in like workshops that have been there probably since saws were invented and they're fine they just keep spinning and yeah it it's all it down to yeah. how you use them. It's the skill. It, it's not yeah, about the tool. A, and it's a tool too. And tools are mostly about maintenance. Like you can, you know, you oh, can keep yeah, a, so much, you can keep yeah. a tool forever, especially like a professional. Just keep a tool forever because it goes like, oh yeah, I know this thing sucks ass, but if you just like throw oil in this spot, it'll be fine. And you're like, oh yeah, all right. And he's like, I've been doing it for forty years, and it's, it's like, oh my god, all right, man. But like. I don't know. It just it, it's always funny to me when I see that stuff because I I don't care. I pick tools that are convenient for me. So I have all my stuff is from a green brand, and it's not because I have any allegiance. I would be more than happy to buy a red brand if the fucking batteries would fit in it, but they don't, so I can't. I made that. I you know You're like I basically in. yeah like I made a bad decision. Yeah. I bought. That's why I green, buy corded. No batteries. Yeah, but I I can't use corded because ninety percent of the time when I'm trying to do it, any it kind of pain. project, it's outside and there's no goddamn outlets outside. So I'm just stuck looking yeah, like yeah. an idiot running a cable like forty years away from me, and I just have to like, <laughs> all right, I guess it's just. Yeah. Uh, I hate that, and so I just it's like fine, I'll get wireless stuff. I committed to this green brand completely fine i don't care i have never had any issues with them the most i had was i was upset that my drill my i bought a regular drill and i was upset that it couldn't do impact drill stuff and i was like i get it it's not an impact drill so of course it can't do that but i'm mad because now i have to go buy a fucking impact drill and i hate that but whatever yeah, i'll deal with it they're more expensive yeah and they are more There's expensive an impact drill actually uh, um the difference so the an what? impact drill so, uh, he's, uh, he's asking what an impact drill is uh, oh right right it's the hammer thing that i was referring to before impact is yeah. the correct term yeah impact drills are basically just uh it's a so lot the of normal force. drill does the normal drill does the sound where the hammer <laughs> drill does the sound yeah they actually or the sort of the impact drill they can also just act as impact with like a chisel thing instead of a drill thing but it's for stone basically it's yeah so for context here it's just the it's the speed at which it spins the drill bit is a regular drill spins it uh, at a certain cap if we're doing so, stone i'm calling someone else 
So yeah, that's a good. That, <laughs> that is the, how you do it, that. actually. <laughs> it, so yeah. so this is so for context here. An impact drill is really good for say concrete. You want to drill a hole into some concrete so you could put like a I don't know like I a don't. fence beam like a fence beam into it. You don't, don't know. Don't want to drill a say- hole in concrete. I- I'm saying it's fine. It's not a big deal. It's not uh, a problem. <laughs> it's really easy to do. Or impact drills are really great for putting like uh, sheetrock on. You want to put sheetrock on a wall after you've burnt a hole in it and you need to replace it so no one knows. Sheetrock or a impact drill is going to help you out there. It'll go right through a stud. Just boom, boom, boom. Fantastic. No effort. Impact or like impact drills are great when you don't want to be sitting there pushing all of your entire body force and maybe your neighbor if he's nice enough to into a fucking yeah. drill just so you can drill through something. An impact drill just says like I don't know what that is, but it's gonna get a hole in it, and you just put a hole right through it. <laughs> um, and, and and like yeah. the thing with the impact drill is that it can turn it off. So you bought your old drill, but the new drill basically is like the old drill, except better. So you threw a, it, it, if you're going to yeah. buy a drill, get an impact one because they're toggleable. Actually, this, this has layers. If you're going to buy an impact drill, buy one that has a uh, screwdriver uh, thing mode as well. So it's even more expensive. But that way you can do impact uh, screwdrivers. For example, that's good for wood uh, screws, but also... Uh, for like torque, uh, not torque rent. What, what am I saying? For uh, like ta- uh, taking your tires off from or taking the wheels off of your car, and just and just like because it, it's better because it's not gonna slip. It's just like they're super good, and they work with the impact thing. But they need they need to have like a special mode for that. You shouldn't use their impact drill with a screw if it doesn't have a screwing mode. It, you're gonna break things. Yeah. Also, if you're if you are somebody who's going to be using an impact drill for impact drilling uh like consistently you're probably gonna want to try to find one with a handle on it like an act like a gun handle on it yes <laughs> um don't don't just get the not, one where it's and like, not I'm one with gonna... an adapter don't yeah, do no, it an adapter because no, unless you're drilling bricks <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you want yeah you want one with a built-in handle because those are the ones yeah. that will keep your fucking poor baby arms from collapsing on themselves uh but again this tools, is to- yeah tools are- it's it's like coffee. It's right. I was I was early earlier yesterday actually. Uh, I was uh I was like so right now the way I I drink my coffee I have this high pressure little coffee machine that I I put the the coffee dust what what what's it called Co- coffee grounds you know no 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 not the grounds after it's grinded yeah the grounds so, uh, we call, uh, so we call those coffee grounds uh, when you're talking about after yeah. it's been grind the beans have been grinded up oh and it's just really? the i didn't know yeah, yeah 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 we call it coffee exactly grounds. yeah so i put it in the in the thing and it just does the coffee like that and oftentimes i just buy pre-ground coffee but i sometimes get beans from we have a coffee shop around here and i get like this six euro bean that's a little bit more expensive and i like it but i only really like it if it's freshly ground the thing is my coffee grinding machine is big and uh it's like it's meant for you to just dump the whole thing because it's an old coffee grinding machine from when i was a kid uh it's meant for you to dump the whole bag in and just you know do the whole thing immediately and that's it and uh so i'm moving houses and i was like okay i need i need a coffee machine because the one that i have is going to stay here with my family i need and and i need a a coffee grinder i was looking at the coffee grinders and i did i I did the the mistake of or not mistake I I did what I think any person tends to do which is sort by price lowest first look at what's up look at the prices here and see you know start to budget things cheapest coffee grinder 15 euros and I was like 
that seems a little bit that's that's too small because it's like a tiny one but maybe that's good because i'm gonna leave it by myself it's maybe i'm gonna freshly grind my my beans uh every time it, sound, it sounds like a what a, a, fa- a fancy hipster would do that i'm down for that life but 15 euros not that much I, st- I started scrolling down and they go up they go up 25 30 40 50 and i'm like okay let's sort by the highest price and there's I, I don't remember the price exactly. I th- it was easily more than 300 euros for a, for a coffee grinder. And it's just oh a grinder. God. And it's individual things. And I don't know what features it has, but I don't care because I'm not spending 300 euros on a coffee grinder. I, uh, I, I budgeted for the 25 euro one. And I don't know if it matters. Maybe the 15 euro is better. I mean, Or the same, I should say. Just like with tools, you can use a drill yeah. to grind your coffee if you want to. You can get a... <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen YouTube videos where they do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so if you're gonna buy a drill, you should also buy one with a coffee you should, adapter. You should that, get a coffee grade drill. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, Just get an attachment get it from, for it. Just find a way to the... solve all your problems with drills. You get a drill-powered microphone for your let's plays. You just <laughs> <laughs> drills drill, are really powerful. Drill shower head. Uh, yeah, you can, it's easier. You can have a, uh, it's easier for the mic to pick up audio when it's spinning around because then it's getting it from all degrees, right? It's so catching all, this, all of it like yeah, Sonic ca- in the half Exactly, pipe. exactly. <laughs> so it's, fucking uh, stupid. <laughs> I hate... Oh my. I hate every part of my life where I have to try to make any kind of choice around anything technical or like hardware related. And I yeah. try to skip yeah. that as best as I can because every single time, first of all, all of the official things you can look at that give you any information about anything are the people trying to sell you the stuff, so they're useless. Yep. But then everybody around you is like a weird mix of brand loyalty and like identity shit. Like it's like people are still mad about that for last time I talked about this, but it's the fucking <laughs> like like the correct way to cook steak and stuff like that. Like weird opinions that are like practically Wait, memes. People like, are yeah, mad yeah, yeah. about that. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Because we're how to cook a steak. What? Well, that that well, that was the furry episode, and so that was like, oh, you let people live how they live and make their own choices and whatnot. But then you dared in the same episode to say that people should cook food, and I'm like, this is not the contradiction that these two fucking like dozen the, comments <laughs> seem to think it yeah. is. You're not. This is not the gotcha. Like, swear to God, uh, it was. It was it's, it's. I keep getting really stupid comments on that one, but like. There's just yeah. I, can, I can imagine, or just like weird elements of like, oh, you, do you want you shouldn't get that kind of car. That car, that car is for lesbians and like these bizarre like, like attached. Yes, <laughs> you didn't. Oh, you, didn't, you didn't grow up. Or, yeah, you didn't grow up around people claiming that that Subarus are for lesbians. Subarus. There's so much bizarre brand shit. What do you no. mean Subarus? What? I don't know. I don't understand masculinity or half Are of how people identify Subarus their consumerism as part of their personality gay? and shit. No, not gay, lesbian specifically. Oh, here it is. First article. Are Subarus? Uh, how Subarus came to be seen as cars for lesbians? <laughs> what? Twenty years ago? How? What the fuck? Um, oh, there I'm glad was I could bring you this, this bizarre apocrypha bullshit. <laughs> it looks oh, like it was like made Impreza, isn't it? Yeah, it was made uh, during the time yeah. that everyone knows as being the best in human history, the 90s. Um, 
They were the best time, weren't they? Okay, what is? I'm I'm sorry. I'm trying to see like it depends, how it depends does a lot it, on who you were. What is it? What is That's it fair. all? That's actually very fair. What does an all-wheel drive vehicle have to do with lesbians? Like what? Oh no! It's because that's just a a weird tar like a weird demographic of people who bought cars or Subarus. Like oh, they just happened to have been. We did research and found pockets of the uh, pockets of the country, like Northampton, Massachusetts, and Portland, Oregon, had were uh, where the head of household is a, would be a single person and often a woman. That. So that it's just like an article, that, maybe, and, and, and like it, they ran with it. It's just some marketing person said, "Ah, oh, it's kind of weird. It looks like a lot of women buy Subarus for some reason. You, because maybe we, maybe they're a, lesbian. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, masculinity is fucked. <laughs> it's just it's noise. In but general, it's like, well, I dropped the toxic. It's just the whole thing. Throw it all out." It's just whenever uh, no, you have to I'm make a technical obviously. choice that's expensive about hardware of any kind, there's always this really frustrating dynamic where like everyone involved is an untrustworthy source, but also people are weirdly prideful about their opinions. And so they're like they're they have like a bunch of like go to conversations they're just used to having about the exact thing. So the moment you bring it up, <laughs> they just kind of launch into this tirade about a bunch of shit that means nothing to you because they're not like actually talking to you. They're just kind of like doing the dude explaining thing where they just like go on about their nerdy shit because everyone's a nerd about something i guess but like you're just like i don't i'm not getting anything from this i have no idea what you're fucking talking about and it's like the act of get the act of making the whatever correct choice is always like this behavior of trying to become like an expert in an entirely new field and it's like i just want to get a fucking camera or something like i don't want to learn about old cameras and so i can make it learn about all the things that i need to know about cameras and it's like i like barely knew the handful of like things of like what aperture and whatnot meant when i worked at best buy and had to sell cameras but like nowadays it's like what are all these really specific things you got to know about like this setting puts a red outline about around things that are in focus or whatever, but like you don't know what to even ask for or what to know to look for that's useful in a camera or what features to check for because you don't even know what they're called. So you just have to like from the ground up do like hours or days of research to figure out a bunch of features that you don't even know to ask about in the first place and so on. Or you do what I do. Which is I just I just DM'd Zoe B on Twitter and was like, "What camera do you use?" And then I bought that camera. <laughs> Damn, and you like, did an influencer. No, yeah, that's what I do. You, I just on a regular basis. Influenced. I just I just I just poke another YouTuber or I look at their back behind the scenes videos and I find their equipment and I just buy that because it's so it's so much easier than just being like I'm gonna spend this whole fucking afternoon becoming a fucking expert in this but, whole new field instead of working on anything that I actually want to work on. Well, what you're and doing then, is just eating the. You're paying more than you need to pay, but uh, which is fine. I don't it's care fine. because I get to just move on with my life. No, no, but yeah, it's absolutely here's fair. The thing. Every time I've ever tried to make my own decision on this stuff, the second that it's made, the moment I have the thing in my hands, something immediately comes up anyway of like, oh, you should have looked into this. And then our fucking one person <laughs> walks in the room and sees the choice I made. And then they have all these opinions all of a sudden. It's like, cool. Thanks for telling me afterwards. It's like when somebody tells you that you cooked something wrong. I'm like, fuck you. 
That's oh, why you should have put this for... in 20 minutes ago. I, fuck you. I'm eating it now. I don't need That's this feedback now. The... I just had the act of getting food and I want to just eat the food now. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you about all the things I should have done different earlier. You're not, it's not your food. Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> I want your unbidden opinions about every choice I've kitchen. made. It's why I, I, it's why I immediately glaze over the moment anything about computers comes up in our like collective group chat. I'm like, oh, you should get a raid hard drive. I'm like, fucking no, I'm not listening to any of this. I'm moving on with my life. All of you your computers, should. everyone I know has more technical problems than me, and they have more opinions about technology. Thing, and I'm like, this doesn't seem like a correlation. I should not do that. <laughs> there's a feeling that's so good. If you ask people, y'all motherfuckers go in deep, and then no, no, guess just, what? All your shit's broken all the time. Sounds like an upgrade to me. <laughs> wow! Well, yeah. I feel called out. I, I don't have broken stuff. You are called. I'm, I'm calling you out. <laughs> yeah, you're. I, not me though. I'm. I'm very good. You at and Bird and Effie and everyone. Like, I would win against cool. Andrew on a computer fight. So there's a there's a lot that goes into this. I think the, I think it's not just that we're it. How do I explain this? Well, there there are a lot of benefits to being to going and having more complicated setups. The downside is, is the, usually the downside here, though, becomes that because these complicated setups are not what considered the norm, a lot of the stuff necessary for these setups to work are consumer-grade like pro, uh, equipment that obviously does not want to do that. It has no interest. Like, Windows has zero fucking interest in doing whatever you want to do with it. Windows shows up and says, worst. I'm here for two things. You accessing the internet through Edge primarily or Internet Explorer or whatever we tell you to use. Or um, you can run a program primarily Office or one of those Microsoft programs we ask you to use. That's all it wants you to do. If you do anything beyond those two things, it gets upsetty spaghetti and will do whatever it can to fuck you over <laughs> every step of the way. Oh, you have you have audio settings that aren't the default drivers? Not after my update. Oh no, did you install a program that uses certain kernels? Well, my my update doesn't care about that anymore because it didn't ruin a Microsoft application. Oh, a Microsoft application broke? Well, I'm going to roll back this update and we're going to fix this problem immediately. And you're like, oh, I see that there might be some priorities here that are never going to be my priorities. Solid. But... There's but but there's sorry. benefits like this. You is what, this really... is why you have to commit. You just have to you just have to succumb to that's just no, the reality of like, it and just give in. There, but there's because there then are... everything works. You get to have everything work no, all the you time. Just it's have great. To spend Every so much day, money. my shit just works. And you that's just have great. to spend a lot of money because there's professional stuff that that and you if you learn how to use it, there's professional stuff that costs ten times as much and it doesn't have problems sometimes. Sometimes I mean, but that's the thing is like eventually you find what exactly you it's like it's like building a puzzle, but you have to go find the jigsaw pieces yourself. It's like, okay, someone gave you the frame. Now go scavenger hunt the rest of the pieces is what you're doing with like for computers as an example. You can the Mm -hmm. like, okay, I have an operating system. That is just the part that's going to hold all these pieces together. Easy. Now I need to find exactly all of the puzzle pieces necessary to make this thing 100% stable, but also I want the highest quality possible. I don't want a pixelated picture, you know, puzzle piece when I'm done, looking at some shitty grainy 360p picture printed onto puzzle pieces. I want some nice, solid-looking picture. So it's going to take me time. i got to find all the right pieces. Some of them aren't going to work. I might spend a lot of money on a fucking piece but of shit what, garbage. But, that's like, what Keith was saying, though. But Like, but you're a, an thing, expert. Is, 
but I, I am not an expert. I'm a self-taught expert. I'm somebody who Well, you're themselves. still an expert, though. That's just as expert, but slower. That just It's, it's more time-consuming yeah, to sure, be self-taught. But, but here's the thing. This is even worse. But self-teaching yeah, taught me how to self-teach myself other things. I am that's knowledgeable true, yeah. in other things because I know how to navigate shitty fucking advice. Like those videos telling me what power tools to buy. I don't need to look at those because I know you're a fucking liar and it doesn't matter. Because I can go Call me and out just like this. find people. I, I know exactly where to look to see legitimate reviews on things and see legitimate <laughs> criticism on things and then make my decision from there. I bought a How green dare you attack item. me like this, Andrew? But that's the thing. is like, How dare it's just, you attack me like this? <laughs> this is a whole podcast about attacking each other. It's just a battle royale. One of us will get the fucking turkey at the end and do the Fortnite dance. The The point is that like... Turkey! It's uh, a they, chicken! I, I know they call it chicken, but this isn't Fortnite. I'm not stealing their stuff. I don't want to get oh, sued. Right. So IP, very a important. Turkey. A turkey is when you get three strikes in a row. No, that's a different sport. We're talking about esports, not bowling sports. <laughs> let's not. Okay, let's go back bowling to the computers. Let's no. not get distracted because. Because I wanted to say, distracted. I never answered the original question. <laughs> I wanted to say that this is not a An new developer. <laughs> Like, you're not doing anything wrong, Keith, in, in approaching it the way you're doing. It's a new development that if you want to get into literally anything, uh, or you need to get You have to, uh, like, obsessively tool, learn about stuff for days or weeks just to make one purchasing decision, and then that all that knowledge just goes away. It's not helpful immediately. You just throw it away. <laughs> that's true. What? But the thing is, that that's a little bit true sometimes. You're not gonna, but, well, you just bought the thing. You're not going to go buy another one. <laughs> The thing I'm, is, I'm, you're done buying that thing. No, no, forever, what, the, maybe. The, the stuff you learn, the stuff you learn has to do with how you use the thing. So unless you yeah. just use it once and that's it, it, like it doesn't necessarily go away. But the thing is, like it but used to be. You're not learning be, how to use it. You're learning how to buy one. But ideally, but knowing how to well, use it is important to choosing the one you want to buy. Choosing to buy, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like a camera, yeah. for example. If you don't know what the fuck aperture settings are. Then why does it matter like, what kind of they don't send you, you like a wooden sword version of it that you can practice with first? You have to buy one before you can use one. No, uh, this is why I, Best Buy exists. You go there and you just fuck up all of their cameras <laughs> that they have on display. <laughs> like what the, the uh, what I was trying to say is that it's not it, like this is a new development. Things used to be very simple. You I bought at a Best fridge. Buy while everyone was doing that, so they would just come in and demo all the products, then yep. leave and buy them online. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Like it used to be that you'd bought a fridge and all you cared about was if uh, how big the fridge was and, and if it had the right hooks and whatnot. Or maybe if you were really fancy the fridge had like one of those uh compressors that don't make noise. But that's it. You don't need to like new fridges they have all these they're just smart fridges you can do all the it's just confusing as hell. Obviously you don't need to buy them. You can still buy the simple th stuff. But uh for for uh Anything that's not like literally a, a a broom, there's always a more complicated, more expensive, better version of it. And maybe you, I, I'm doing brooms at a service here. It's maybe made of horse there's, hair. There's smart mm. broom out there that can access online and, and like order its own replacement or whatever. The the my my point is <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes that. Nobody is happy about smart nobody. products. Yeah. Everyone is pissed about their stupid fucking printer requiring you to get an account now just to print things and then it mm -hmm. tries to and it wants to like try to like 
trick you into like buying things online and wants to subscribe to ink despite not knowing how often you need ink and then like and if you and if at any point it can't connect to the internet correctly you just don't have a printer it just doesn't work and you're like i just want mm-hmm. to fucking use the fucking God i love on. the idea that a printer doesn't have but internet can... access it's like what are you a thief who doesn't have internet in this modern age i'm not printing anything yeah. for you criminal scum <laughs> like i mean the number of physical <laughs> objects that essentially paper. have drm at this point is just a oh yeah 100 yeah it's totally it should it's a, a sham that it's not illegal. and they make the and they make an industry-wide change so you can't like pick anyone else yep like, and they all true. have it's their horrible. own stuff obviously you just need a broader well, printer it, if you buy the really expensive printers then it's like the ones that cost five no, times clearly the thing. lesson from this fucking podcast is i need to spend six months developing my own printer from scratch for That's, thousands of dollars and then i have my then it works perfectly there's 3d <laughs> printed yeah. printers and in the meantime all of my channels are dead because i'm not working on the actual shit i want to work on because i'm a nah. printer expert now but just going back to the eating the money though there's it's it's kind of perverse it, when i say eating the money is like you bought the Yum. nice camera that the person suggested that you buy or that the person you you, you suggested yourself you i can make the them. difference back by getting work done instead of researching cameras but the, the perverse thing is that if you if you yes. it's like my it's like my table i wanted to do the table on the cheap i know i knew that i could contract like a proper carpenter and they would make me the, the table for like five times as much as i thought i was gonna spend but i didn't want to do that i did like who's gonna spend more than a thousand euros on a table uh and uh so i i i like i tried to save some money and by and and that's that's i think a lot of the the incentive behind learning before you make a purchase is spending as little as you can while getting the best deal for the money, right? But the perverse aspect of this is that you're going to learn, if you're really passionate about any project, or not any project, but any hobby specifically, you're going to buy the the base stuff and you're going to be like, oh, I got a really good deal out of this water disperser from our garden or whatever, and you're going to just be doing stuff with that. But because you learn so much about so much technology, brands know what what's up. They have a better garden water disperser for you. And you're going to be like, oh, but if I had the XL75 or whatever, maybe I could <laughs> water too many, two plants at the same time or whatever. Or maybe it plays a song when it's done. It's like there's all... It's just because you actually because if you actually do learn about this stuff, they've figured out how to monetize you. Yes, yeah, and that's why yeah. you end up with with the uh, the people who are not professionals getting the fancy tools, and the people who are professionals just having raggedy crap. Yeah, I mean it's I a, it is a balance between function over features. You need to know what things are, what things you're paying for, right? Like what are what are the what part of the price tag is because you're getting a feature you don't want versus because you need a thing. Um, like I've seen, I've seen like, again, going back to tools because they're the easiest example of this is that like, I've seen tools that offer uh, ex- like uh, a lot of adaptability in, in drill bits, for example, like, Oh, we can support all these different drill bits. And also we have a flashlight. Well, one of those things is a lot less useful than the other. Like, a flashlight is a feature, not a function. You don't need a flashlight on your drill. If you need one that badly, I promise you... It's really you, handy, though. I, it is. Oh, it's sur- super handy. But I promise you that if you just duct tape a flashlight to your drill, it will accomplish the exact same outcome. And you know what? Flashlights on Amazon are like five bucks. 
So it's probably cheaper than like the $25 they added to that drill's price because they added a flashlight on it. And that's the like those are the things you got to parse through. That's that's generally what it's the value is. It's not even a flashlight. It's like an LED, like a little it, <laughs> Yeah, I mean it yeah, it really is just like a shitty little LED light. But the um yeah. But, like, that's the value in knowing what it is you're buying is that you can look at something and know what is and isn't necessary to accomplish the goal that you're trying to achieve. And um, no one needs to be, like, like a TV is such a good example of no one needs to be an expert about this because you aren't. Um, like, if someone tells you they know a lot about televisions, they're mostly lying. A tele- Like, how to test a television you one you need to physically have the fucking tv you can't look at a box and know how a tv works it just isn't humanly possible you have to have the television literally in front of you and you need to run tests that i think are just made for like astronauts to figure out if they can go to space or not but we just do it with tvs for some reason and it's ridiculous all just to find to make sure that like yeah blue actually is blue like all this shit just to figure out if a television is even or doing is it. its Yeah, like exactly. Because sometimes it's not blue. Sometimes it's actually two different colors pretending to be blue. And there actually is no. a dedicated blue. And that's fucking abysmal. Because then when you watch football and you see the team with the blue colors, it's not blue colors. It's a different two colors mixed to make a fake blue. And that's unacceptable because that is not how you show your team pride by having <laughs> fake blue on the it's screen. To make a fake blue. <laughs> It's just, it's their televisions but, like, so, are a nightmare, though. Yeah. And, yeah. And so the more you learn about televisions, the less you fucking care about televisions because, oh my <laughs> God, it's yeah. so awful trying to understand any of these nightmare monstrosities. I just want to see pictures move across the screen and I can clap at them later. Like, I don't care if the <laughs> shit is, like, I don't care if you stuffed like 16 geniuses into the screen and made them all work on a wheel to make the pictures move faster. I don't care about that. I care about the fact that it looks good, it works right, and the colors don't look like fucking Bizarro World shit. And... It, and so I have some I just basically let someone else do all the hard work for me. I have a review website that I go to and they show me all the results like they do all these shitty tests for all these televisions and they give me all the results and I know the ones that matter most to me and I look at those results and I go yeah 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 no fuck that one then and just keep doing that and and I don't need to know all the intricate details. I don't need to know what the difference between millisecond uh, color changes are. I don't know. I don't. I don't need to know how to measure that or why that matters or if I would even notice it because my eyes are not good and like that doesn't matter to me. But I know it exists and I know someone else might matter. You know, like someone else is going to test for I it think, and tell I me if it's know, good though. or not. But I think it's uh, like you're falling into the same trap. No, no, as because the, I know what pers- I want. I know exactly the things that I'm looking no, for. No, but if they tell you they have, but, if they tell you they have a slower transient gray to gray response, or the, this one has better dedicated <laughs> HDR. I hated that but, so, so much. But is that, but is that necessary though? Is the thing I'm talking about? Is that a feature or is that a function? And that's you're going to get less ghosting on on high speed. Am I going to get less ghosting? Changes. Because I actually can't get less ghosting because what I'm looking for is a monitor. I feel that's, like I've still like never a, seen it, any TV ever that's better than a computer monitor. No, you're right. Yeah. 
It's well, computer monitors. It's, it's like everyone's better. spending money on these things. I'm like, I have a computer monitor. That's because DVDs everything. do a very Everyone's like, I couldn't see Game of Thrones. It's so dark. I'm like, I, I watched it on my computer monitor. It was perfect. That's, again, <laughs> Especially gaming monitors, they bring up the dark <laughs> levels. So the, number like, times that, the number of times that people were like, I can't see any of my... Uh, the, t- the number of times I upload like Let's Plays that people claim is a black screen. And I'm like, I can see all of it. I don't understand. What are you watching this on? <laughs> Yeah. TV. Phones, I don't. You, you but, cannot yeah. trust phones or TVs. But but like when you're you can like trust all the shit about like usually phones are no, usually pretty good. No, yes. speaking as uh, somebody who has a character with dark fur, uh, he is a fucking black rectangle sometimes on phones. <laughs> like that, this phones is correct. Are yes. fucked on contrast. Then you need yeah, some better TVs phone screens. And, some monitors that's what are phones well. are now they're all this fucked up high hdr bullshit they look like fucking stranger of paradise remember remember colonel like whole parts of stranger of paradise were like almost black mm-hmm. like even though we're playing on a computer screen you're like what the fuck like i can't s- <laughs> i'm just gonna get through this hallway because it doesn't really matter but like everything's just like a dark purple <laughs> like it's, it's just gone some of a shitty some monitors, on the screen some monitors are like that as well i recall we had this one client that would com- that complained that the website looked bad on the background, and uh, we asked for a screenshot. Can you show us what you're seeing? And they sent us the screenshot, and I was just looking at it, and it's this. Yeah, it's what I'm seeing. The background looks good. Maybe the client doesn't like the background. Yeah, because uh, a screenshot is a very deceptive mm-hmm. way of showing what somebody's seeing <laughs> because you're just showing what the computer. You're showing yeah. what the computer, the, you're showing the true reality of the website that mm-hmm. no one technically sees. Yeah. And well, that's being it's, the, filtered it's what the computer is trying. It's what the, what the computer is trying to show, yeah. but the monitor may show something different if you have your, your monitor set up wrong, right? Um, yeah. And, uh, and so the, my boss came up with the, the, maybe he maybe he knew the client or whatever. He came up with the idea, maybe the screen is badly calibrated. And this was over the phone, and he asked the client, "Can you can you reset your computer screen so we can like maybe maybe that's you know he explained the whole thing, and uh, he reset the computer. We made sure that that was what happening, and nope, still looked bad. So it was like okay, well whatever. It's, the client does there's something wrong. Let's let's do a a meet a meet up. Let's meet up at the client's place and see what's up. And I went as well, um, and uh, turns out. There's, there was a series of HP, we didn't know that at the time, but what, there was an HP monitor that uh, one of the settings in a, in a monitor can be or is the saturation thing. So you can just make the colors more saturated or less saturated. So if it's at 100, which is the default value, it, it basically clips the high and the low color values, both of gray and other colors. It just means that some images, if they're very like nuanced, they just don't look good at all uh, if they're computer generated images for pictures it works totally fine but if it's for computer generated images it doesn't work um so basically the 100 percent was too contra or too saturated or the not 100 because it could go above 100 but so basically we had to just put it at 99 instead of, instead of 100 and everything worked fine and uh we figured that out at the time and it wasn't a nightmare because it took forever for us to do that and we had to go to the client's place and whatnot but later on uh, like a year or so after that, my boss bought a new screen for his work computer, and it was a, an HP of the same series. He had forgotten totally about that whole debacle because he has other things to think about. And uh, he himself asked me, hey, this website looks bad. 
And I'm just like, dude, you're spending your entire day looking at websites that look bad. Why do you pick on the hours? Just you have to figure things out that things look bad all around, not just in our website. And I went there and, you know, it's just even even monitors can be bad. You're saying that mon monitors look good, but if you go for cheap stuff, you can you can get some lemons. Yeah, no, I, I always buy I've, I've bought AOC monitors for the last few. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. And, and I mean, you, you do have to be do have to be a little bit nicer here. A, a My frustration monitor. is they very slightly don't match. Because no, I, totally I never upgrade my <laughs> monitors at the same time. I'm always replacing mm. the one that's going out. I'm like, oh, I really like it's it's a stupid expense. That's there's no reason to do it. But I always a little bit want to buy both new monitors at the same time just because then they'd match perfectly. They wouldn't though. So. They wouldn't oh, even monitors of the to. same. It's different. No. They need to be calibrated. Yeah, and the thing, calibrate calibration is, the thing with calibration is, I cannot get them to match. I've tried. No, it's very difficult. You need you need machine. something about their contrast will never be exactly right. So if, if the same thing oh, is on both screens, you can see that you can see the of, difference. A lot of screens are impossible to calibrate just using the on-screen controls. Yeah, unless they're like really advanced ones that have, give you access to gamma curves and whatnot. It's uh, basically a fool's errand. You need to do software. See, Keith, but you would know this if you spent more time dedicated to learning how monitors work. You could be a master at calibrating. You could be the an contrast. expert. I have three monitors. They all look different. And two of them are the same brand and same model. But they look <laughs> different. <laughs> and I don't care. Womp, womp. It's yeah, fine, though. A... Like, as as long as they look good individually, you're good. It's fine. <laughs> I, I even... I use it's... them differently. I, I know one of them looks a little bit darker than the other. And I was like, okay, let's edit this image over here. And then let's move it over there. See if it's still good. It's good. We're good. We're yeah, going. there's there's a lot of... there. There are some pretty good consistency tests you can get. That will, uh, but they're mostly for color. Color is the easiest one to get. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to get other stuff like brightness is always a big deal. Um, it just it it's just the annoyance of trying of obviously just a limitation of technology. You can't make the exact same thing every time. There will always be yeah. like minor differences that fuck it all up. Especially a monitor. Like what kind of monitor did you get? Did you get you know, uh, like um. What's it called? You have one that has HDR in it because those are different types of pixels than ones without HDR. Like it's just it's annoying. But ideally, ideally, when you buy something, you should be knowledgeable enough to know whether or not you're buying something um, at a reasonable cost. Like you can, you should be able to know when you're spending money if the money you're spending is relative to the value of what you're buying. Um, like if you're going to spend like $400 on a camera, ideally you should be getting uh, $400 worth of quality out of that camera. And someone like if you can find a camera that has less, you know, less features on it, um, and, but it still looks as good, then are you really getting $400 quality out of that camera uh, is the way that I just approach stuff like TVs or even video game consoles um just stuff like that is i don't know i think there i think there is a limit to what obviously people should be expected to have to know about stuff but also it is kind of, it we're like i would say technology is like what food used to be um before we had like proper what? regulation on how to gauge quality of food like it's really hard for people to understand what a quality product 
uh, like what a quality piece of technological product is. When you look at a phone, for example, it is 90% word soup to people. When you see shit like, oh, it's got an IPS display with 400, you know, like 400 megapixel camera and 16,000 gigabits of memory. And someone's like, I don't, I, I think I know like one of those things. I think I know what the gigabit thing is. It's like how much pictures I can hold on it, right? I don't know what 16,000 means. Is that a lot? Is it, How many pictures can I put on that thing? Like, there there becomes a I'm limit so on how... I'm so mad that I, did, I, I made it all the way home before I even realized that my new phone didn't have a headphone check. I'm like, no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that sucks. That's, the, that's the way of the world now, buddy. Time to buy $100 wireless rechargeable headphones that go inside my ear, but also go inside a recharging thing, and this isn't gross and weird, and also I can lose them. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, the, uh, by, the, it's... by the $25 ones, they sound just the same. <laughs> Terrible. I, the... I just love that this became a mandatory like change. Everyone's like, what if had, what if we got rid of like wired things forever? And they're yeah, just gone and, now. and I mean, that's... there's still some with wire with a, with a thing. Yeah, they're not very good quality, though. They're, you're, the you're phones? Usually making, you're usually making concessions when you get phones. Because like a headphone jack is... I don't know. Usually, if you get something with a headphone jack, uh, it may not have something else in return you want. It's like a weird trade-off they always do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but that's if you're really deep into phones. True. The, the... I mean, my, my sticking point is always SD cards. Like, I will never buy a phone that doesn't have external SD card access. Because, like, I, I thought not... that. I'm not gonna ever buy a phone you that, that has li- until you didn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I never, I don't take pictures. Like, what do I need the SD card for? I, I know it's I, like, you know, in theory, it's nice to have extensible memory, but what do I do? I like, I have a two hundred. It's nice to have extens- extensive memory until I tried having it on my last phone, and it's like operating system didn't seem to actually support the concept. So, if you put Oof. any. If you moved photos to the other one, all they did was just become their file names with no thumbnails and no way of looking through them easily without manually opening every single one in a weird, slow, shitty way. And I always had to remember how to even find my other storage space to begin with. And it's like, okay, well, this was pointless. And then all of my apps would just, like, ignore the additional storage space. And I'm like, can you... Yeah, you can run apps from... I'm like, why am I always getting fucking low storage space warnings if you just put them on the other thing? Why why are my podcasts all on my my fucking SD card? Why did phones not work this way? (laughs) Uh, I guess I just don't need memory on my phone. Phones also just like, they make it so fucking hard to find any setting for anything that you like. Really? Yeah. You can search. Yes. Did you get one, an iPhone? One of the biggest ones know. is that my new Android phone. What is it? Uh, you can just... Was it so my old phone right used to top. have... Tog, you could toggle auto-rotation by just dragging down the slide menu. You know what I mean? The easy mm-hmm. access quick menu thing that's on the top you of the screen. Su- you, you, just drag that, to you just drag that down and there'd be a little a toggle for auto-rotate. Oh, wait. There it is. Did you not... Oh, Keith, I just it's just a different it. icon. Come on. Oh, I just found Stop it's on page a... two. Let's yeah, it's see. two pages. You can, you so can edit. Was it something at else the, I was... At the end. I was getting, oh, there was something I was frustrated that I couldn't fucking find that used to be there, but now I'm, I'm not remembering what it is. I have Because I've had this phone for months now, so it's... I'm I'm losing the memory of what I can't find. And it if you matter. say what phone you have, 
uh, people will buy it because they they do because the i'm an influencer phone. no everyone yeah, will tell yeah. me i bought the wrong phone because of these reasons how did you not know oh. about the phone discourse and i'm like i don't fucking it's, i just needed the, the good thing about phones is that there's no right option my last uh, phone fucking right ran option. pokemon go at five frames per second and i had it for like six years it was time to have another phone oh no that is the right option keith you did the right option is the f- pokemon f- five frames per second go oh no for six years that is I've the correct option I mean, I do hold on to things forever. Yeah. Just much better than eternity. anything else. Phones are such a drain on everything. Like, here is my I mean, amazing... lets people on YouTube and Facebook. Stuff. Here is my amazing fucking process for setting up my hardware and a lot of my stuff. Uh, so I set up my uh, equalizer chain and, 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 and stuff like that in Vegas by just watching a video of Barry editing a Game Grumps video. Nice. And, I, and I just like yoink, <laughs> and That's then my uh, my microphone is the one that the, the Game Grumps use. Uh, I got the colored light set that I used in the B Stars video by just watching a behind the scenes H Bomber Guy video, and then I was like, "Those look neat," and I ordered them. <laughs> are they very <laughs> the, expensive? Yes. Uh, and yeah. then I got yeah. the uh, and then I got my ca- camera by just asking Zoe B what she uses. I'm like, her videos look fine. <laughs> <laughs> and like that i just bought that camera i'm like cool now my videos look fine the end <laughs> moving on back to working all day i'm not i tried to get those light, yes, lights. yes those lights are expensive but i also i tried to like i tried being like i'll put a color filter over my box light and stuff like it doesn't fucking it will not it does it not doesn't. matter it just comes it in as white so much light power anyway. uh, just, oh it, oh you got the thin filters oh those are for cameras though no, I, I, I just got, like, colored plastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he likes it. like, this it, does not yeah. change the color of the light. <laughs> you need like, really, really opaque filters and powerful lights to make that I'll happen. I just buy a thing, and then it's a tax write-off, and that effectively lowers my reported income, and, and then I just I qualify as somebody who made less money. <laughs> there is a... Fair enough. There is... Like I, that's where my... I get, that's, 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 how, that's, what I, that's how I treat buying, like, a, uh, an index... <laughs> Like that's Fair how enough. my job works. I'm like it's a thousand dollars, but it it counts as me basically having made a thousand less dollars. So <laughs> mm-hmm. there is this. Uh, I I would say this is just a common issue of accessibility of because you can, you know, like back in the day, buying those lights would be a well, like a problem. Like you couldn't just buy those lights, right? If you bought they didn't them, even exist. Well, the the lights existed. I'm just saying, like when lights like that existed, you would normally just you would oh, need to right. be a professional to be buying them. Like you're not yeah, they exist buy exclusively lights. within the industry, and there would be yeah. no like public and, storefront you could order from. Exactly, yeah. and so I tried getting this... into it. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just saying. Uh, no, no, you finish your your thought. I just uh, it's just the because. Everything is so accessible now for anybody, regardless of their level of knowledge or skill. It means that you're like there's also almost a there's almost a uh, a rampant decline in quality in products because 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 the average person buying them doesn't know what they're doing or buying. Then it means that obviously you just buy the cheapest or whatever the thing is that like <laughs> first shows up on Amazon or whatever, and it means that you don't, you know, you don't necessarily have to deliver these like high octane quality products anymore. Um, <laughs> and you can have those. They're just like nestled in a corner. They cost like, you know, a little bit more than they absolutely should because they're basically only used by professionals the, now. Yeah. And 
uh, all professionals have ways to write them off or, you know, justify the purchase. But then, like, you have this, like, stream of shit, just shit quality products. And now, of course, well, one, because most marketplaces, again, like back in the day, don't have to be truthful about what's on the product. Like, they don't have to tell you how many lumens a thing has and be honest about it. They could just say oh, it's it has like so shitty. Yeah, they yeah. could just say like this has like fifty thousand lumens. You're like, I don't know, I've, that's a lot of lumens. It's more than this guy. He says he's only got three hundred. I've lumens. never seen a lumen, and I don't even yeah, know her. Exactly, I don't, I don't know what lumens <laughs> are, but I, I know big number equal big good, unless it's a price, then big number equal bad good, and, uh, and so then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that, <laughs> and, and so you obviously like it becomes this nightmare, and, and everything's like this: televisions, monitors, lights, like all these products that uh, they're not, and like a monitor you wouldn't consider something a professional uses, but a monitor is by itself a very complicated piece of technology or a tv or even like your mouse is a very complicated piece of technology and it is important to know how it works to enough of a degree where you can snuff that bad scammy stuff out you can look and say like oh, okay cool yeah, there's a 15 dollars wireless mouse but i see that your dumbass is using bluetooth version 4 and we're already on 6 so don't try to fucking scam me here i'm not gonna buy that i don't want your shitty low quality bluetooth mouse i would much rather pay five extra dollars and just get this one that doesn't look really cool but does have bluetooth 6 and that's great i love that um just like and you don't need to know intricacies you know you don't need to know the millisecond rate or whatever like the distance between the laser and the desk and how fast it can shoot and so you can definitely do that esports thing that you saw some guy on twitch do like 40 times in a row because he has this one logitech mouse and that's clearly what's helping him win it's not anything else it's the fucking mouse i have to buy that mouse god damn it um so like you don't you know you don't need to do that you don't need to know that kind of mundane stuff but you do need to know enough to say like yeah well a mouse like looking at a, a the weight of a mouse and you go like well that mouse weighs like 0.5 ounces i don't think what that's is an good. ounce exactly um it's a measure it's a form of measurement the, i don't I, that sounds or like a, or like a it's, yeah <laughs> anyways the point is like if you you know you see a mouse weighs too little you go like ah even like a good like even a shit quality mouse should weigh a little bit more than that that means there's literally nothing in that mouse except for like a breadboard and that's it like i don't i, I don't, don't trust get that. why you have to have ounces what you have pounds already? What what's wrong with a pound? Just use a pound. What are you talking about? We have like a hundred forms of measurement, and none of them are good. Stop Everyone it. keeps just telling us that our measurements are bad, and so we're just keep making new ones. And everybody goes like, "No, that one's bad too." And then we're like, "Okay, well, I guess we're just gonna keep going until you admit that we're not gonna use metric, but we're definitely not gonna make a good measuring system. So just deal with and it." And then you don't even like, write them out. It's just like little apostrophes, and like, is that an inch or is that a feet or foot? It's like 16 ounces per pound. Is it? Did I misread that? Oh, that's tiny. Yeah, 16 ounces per pound. I just have to look that up because I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I certainly don't know. I never use ounces except for maybe like measuring food ingredients. Oh, yeah, that would do it. And I just kind of don't question it. I just like, there's a. It's the number. deal with food ingredients. those are the two things I have. Usually it's, I mean, you actually usually food ingredients are cups or 
tablespoons uh, or, or fluid yeah. ounces. You would use fluid ounces for uh, oh, because of course you have a different. It's like nautical miles and all over. Well, freaking hell, just stick to metric. Fluid's different. Fluid doesn't weigh the same as regular properties, uh, like regular physical no, solid it does. properties. Of course it does. No, it That's, doesn't. You know, weight is not. You're thinking volume. Volume is different. Like a liter of beans, which fun fact is where where little first were first was used. Uh, a liter of beans is not the same as as uh, like a liter of water. The weight is the same. A mash no. you mash the beans, they weigh the same. Well, yeah. A fl so fluid ounces are just a unit of volume. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait. Why are they not? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Why? Because. <laughs> no one's going to tell you no, well, so you can do it. Holy shit. This has been a, a debate before because, like, I will, I'll Fine. use, like, the measuring cup for, like, I'll use the measuring cup for solids instead of liquids or whatever. It's like, you're using the wrong one. I'm like, this is, this is absurd. Why would they both be called... Why would there be a difference between fluid and solid ounces? It's Fine. You know what, guys? Of weight. I'll, I'll, I'll so compromise. Much. I'll compromise here. Let's just all use the troy ounce instead. Much easier to use that. That's not a thing. The troy ounce is necessary is for measuring currency. Or, well, not currency like specifically, but it's mostly used to gauge the mass of precious metals. Because, obviously, metals are very unique and very special, and they earn their own type of weight system. Um, you should, I, mm, or based on what right. Google says, there are fewer troy, troy ounces in a troy ounce than there are dry ounces in a dry pound, <laughs> which is a sentence that I have no idea what it meant. I don't know what it was trying to say to me, and I never will. But that's okay. I think there's only one dry ounce in a dry ounce. Did you misspeak, or did I miss nope. here? <laughs> there are there are fewer pounds. There are sorry. There are fewer troy ounces in a troy ounce than there are dry ounces in a dry pound. Yeah, there's only one troy ounce in one troy ounce. Okay, right? Yes, of course. No, the, like it's like I think no, there's there fewer, are fewer of me troy ounces than there are in a troy ounce. There's on, only one troy ounce in a troy ounce. Look, it's, it's like we're talking it's about not pastries. that I don't follow this conversation. It's that I refuse to follow this conversation. <laughs> Me measurements are all bad universally. Look, there is no such thing as good measurements because we have way too many of them. And it's not just like a imperial or metric you thing. It's like, them. why are we measuring fucking everything? I'm tired of it. I'm tired of I measuring know, it all. I, we got grains look, and miles and yards know, and feet and grams and carrots and pints and barrels and quartz and stones. imperial units and tones and troy ounces and gallons and stones. Stuff. Why? Look, just, all I know is I bought. Just go I, heavy I or light. Prices. That heavy. That light. I'm done. <laughs> Moving on with my life. I don't need that. I looked at the prices of uh, the RGB lights, and I thought it was too expensive. And I thought to myself, let's buy the cheap ones. And instead of just using one, I use a bunch. But I, I like I had at least an inch of smarts. And instead of ordering like a bunch of RGB small lights, I ordered a single one. For 25 euros. And that thing is like... A candle is more light than that. That is the worst thing. It's like a lightsaber, but bad. It's the worst. And it has like a 
controller and it's the worst thing for 25 years down the drain and i the hate it saber, but bad that's it's a really terrible. good form of measurement i like the idea that we weigh things based on other things this is a lot heavier than a mouse so i'm just like i don't know what that means that, that could be a, a lot mouse? of things <laughs> oh i was gonna say if you get if you get to england they start talking about stone yeah there's stone Look, I've heard Stone, of people people I, in England will be so fucking uppity about the metric system and then they'll fucking come out with stone as if I, that's reasonable. Stone is There's the nautical sto- stone. The nautical, nautical stone. stone. <laughs> that's stones don't swim. That doesn't make any yes. sense. Why would you well, why, how would you weigh anything by what if it it's sinks heavier. it's a nautical stone? If it floats it's a it's negative heavier. nautical stone? What is, yeah, what is a stone like? is 25 kilos, and a nautical stone is 25.3 kilos. How much does a balloon weigh water. in nautical stones? It depends if it's filled or not. How much does a balloon weigh? Oh, that's a cool question, although it isn't cool for this podcast. But I'll leave it for the folks at home to decide. How much does an, a helium-filled balloon weigh? More or less than zero kilograms? That's my question to you. Continuing with the... Regular programming, then. Andrew, complain about... like a Hank Green vine. <laughs> I know the answer to that, but it's it's a nice answer. I like it. But we're not going to do it in this podcast, because we have oh, you don't questions like the answer? to answer. Okay. <laughs> this is homework for next week. Oh, well, I know week. the answer. <laughs> the answer well, I'm not going to spoil it for folks we at all. We should just post ter- really frustrating comments every week, several times an episode, and then that's just the comment section just fucking lighting up. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get them. I'll repeat the question, though. So if you're, like, on your workout and you can't go back easily, uh, you should buy one of those smartwatches that allows you to go back easily. Uh, So the question is, a helium-filled balloon is heavier or lighter than zero kilograms? Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, 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 Bill. Why'd you have to specify kilograms? Why'd you specify kilograms? Well, you can't just say weight. What weight? That's the, it, the no no you need to no 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 I, well, I'm said, saying he, weight he says he's saying it weighs less than nothing I'm but saying he weight speci- but he had to specify kilograms as if we disagree on what zero is no 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 but I said kilo I should have probably just said grams what is the internationally accepted measure of weight it is grams no wait freaking hell it is not is it no wait. it is not is it newtons it's newtons I'm terrible either way. To sound down in the comments and make the algorithm spin. If it does that anymore, <laughs> make I don't the know. algorithm spin. <laughs> it's like a machine. It's gotta do that, go. right? Yeah, I think <laughs> it goes I, the algorithm. What is the so? What is the most uh, uninformed purchase you've ever made? Oh, uh, that's easy. It is. Oh yeah, my house. <laughs> yikes that's a pretty that's a pretty scary uh amount of money for an uninformed purchase <laughs> i know right and I, just, and I just feel like when yeah. you buy a house you inevitably have like a terrifying amount of things you couldn't have even known to ask about like, i hadn't <laughs> even opened the ki- the kitchen drawers and there's uh, many other things that i didn't open but the kitchen drawers i didn't open them did you find out they're fake are they just walls no they did that was all right I it's that's a house. There's a, like a huge burn it's mark a in one. Of, <laughs> there's a there's a huge burn mark in one of the the wood things, and I don't know how they made that, but it might have been a candle or something. 
I, I like the idea yeah. that there there are things about a house when you buy it that you have to ask or no one would tell you. Like yes, oh one hundred percent. You have to and you have to know to ask. So good yeah, luck. yeah. I I just like the idea that there's like you someone comes into the house and looks and goes like, nah. I don't know, man. I don't trust this house. It's definitely got Boogaloo. And you're like, what is the fuck is Boogaloo? Yeah. It's like, I, you, you should ask if they have Boogaloo in the house. And you're like, does this house have Boogaloo? It's like, how the fuck? Who told you about asking about that? Yeah, it has Boogaloo. That doesn't matter, does it? And you're like, what the fuck? What is, what is this? Why are you, are so you anti Boogaloo? Yeah, it's like, what's going on here? Like, it's just like, there's something oh about, there's always something in a house you can ask and it'll upset somebody. But like, how do you know about you that? Boogaloo and policing? yeah, it does have that. And I'm not going to give you any less for the house because it has that. And you're like, what the fuck <laughs> did I just ask about? What is this? Like, in my, in my defense, it's, uh, it's, it's only a 12 year old house. So it doesn't have asbestos and, or molds or. Thank doesn't God. Have a basement. As as you know, and it's like a, a semi-detached. Yeah. Did you ask? It's a semi-detached. Did you ask asbestos? No, then it's got a specific somewhere in that house. <laughs> it's gotta be so, yeah. Um, and it's like a semi detached detached home. So I'm like, well, if the neighbors are still there, well, the house is probably not gonna fall. It's gotta be fine. Um, and uh, the neighbors are still there. And yeah, it's just. Have you seen the neighbors? Have you knocked on the door of the neighbors and asked if they're alive? Or are they cardboard cutouts behind behind windows? (laughs) That was the first thing I asked. They're just kind of going back and forth on a track. This is not Tauntaun. That was the first thing. Like, I I, uh, agreed to go, you know, see the house. And I think it was like 3.30 p.m. And it was 2.30. And I arrived at the neighborhood, had a little walk, and... uh, Kept an eye out for the neighbors and saw a lady that is going to be my neighbor now. And uh, I asked her, "Hey, I'm I'm looking to buy a house here, one of those houses, because there, there's there's two of them uh, that were on sale at the time. Um, one of those houses over there. I uh, is the neighborhood nice? I asked, and you know, are the houses very loud, or can you hear the neighbors through the walls and stuff like that? And the lady was very nice, very un un uh, unhelpful as well, but still." Uh, yeah, asking around for if you're gonna buy a house and yeah, check your neighbors. Well, unless you live in America, in which case you have like a five million distance from you also, to anywhere it, else. It, so it's not gonna matter anyways because if you listen to one neighbor, it's not gonna give you any insight into anything. It's just That's you're just true, gonna yeah, be more it's... concerned about your neighborhood because it's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, everything's great. We have a Pollock <laughs> every weekend. I know Bill and Sandy and Tom and Jeffrey. They're all great neighbors. I mean, we don't talk to Sam. But uh, no Bill and Sam's like, talk to Sam. yeah, you're like, well, what, what's wrong with Sam's like, no, we, I'm not, I can't talk to him about Sam. I'm sorry. If I talk to you about Sam, we don't talk I about Sam either. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't talk about him. We don't talk to him. Just leave Sam alone. It's like, well, he's my next door neighbor. Maybe I should know about Sam's like, don't stop talking about Sam. I don't want to talk. And you're like, okay, like uh, you're not going to like, do well in like, this neighborhood, mister. That is literally every American. <laughs> sound like that. That is literally every American suburb. There's always like. Oh, I know like six people and we're all great, but there's one house on this street that we don't fucking talk about or look at or even acknowledge it exists because I fucking hate <laughs> them. And you're like, why? Why is it like this? I don't, I don't get it. What what, what, are they, what do they do to you? They vote for the other party. Probably. Or I don't the, know. It, their football club is weird. I I mean, I've, I think my, my favorite thing about, or my favorite thing, about buying homes in in america at least suburban homes is that all of the usually in a neighborhood all the homes are the same layout 
So my, the first thing in my head is that, well, if something goes terribly wrong and I need to break into your house to survive, I can navigate it because it's the exact same house as my house. You've made a, yeah. a, a terrible mistake in doing that, you idiot. And so it's like, <laughs> that's kind of always my... Navigating the house is not a, a huge, difficult thing when you're if breaking into somebody's house. It is important. Have you played Fallout? It is so fucking annoying when every house is a different layout. I hate that. It's no, easy it when it's the same layout because you oh, go you like, mean I Fallout know exactly... 3. Or no, every no. Fallout. It doesn't matter. Fallout New Vegas? No, no. Fallout I mean, 1 doesn't... is fine because you see an isometric. Oh, that's true. It's true. But the... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, it's it's really great when you know exactly the layout of a house. Or if you go over and meet somebody for the first time, you don't have to ask where their bathroom is. You know where the bathroom is. It's your house, but just painted different and has different shit in it. <laughs> but it's the same house. And then you open the door and you say, oh, you have a a, a, a toilet here instead of a bidet or vice oh, versa. That maybe. is true. I would be disappointed by the, the state of an American bathroom. But it still doesn't matter. I still know where it is. And that's half the battle. The, uh, no, I, mm. that's that's crazy though. Um, I'm in that situation though. The, did you all have the, all did the you have someone go by that... and check the house before you bought it? Like you had a contractor or a inspector? No, inspector no. Inspector go through? It was just no. Me. Just what? Nothing. Yeah, super uninformed. I told you. Wait, wait. You really didn't have an inspector or anybody go through and check, like uh, make sure electricity's None fine. None whatsoever. That someone didn't like poop down the water drain. Like nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Down the water drain. <laughs> the yeah, market is a nightmare as well. Like uh, the I uh, I've been looking for a house since January, and I saw the prices go up by 10, 12, uh, 12 15 percent uh, since January, and not to mention the 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 lo- loan. What's the tax rate? Like not tax rate, like loan price thing. It's also going up. Interest rate. Interest rate. That's the one. Thank you. Yeah. Like I, uh, I signed the papers, the finalized deal on the 29th last month, and that was a Friday. If I had waited for Monday, my, uh, my, uh, for the first six months anyway, my, uh, int- like, bank bill would cost me seven percent more, <laughs> just on a, a two days yep. difference. Yep, yep. It's uh, what a reasonable it- market. <laughs> It's yes, a good time uh, just because you get to watch like soon or like pretty soon here. You're going to get to watch all these people who spent a lot of money on homes, watch the value of those homes terribly like tumble down and they're going to be stuck paying happens. these like insane prices for mortgages that I'm not going to have to deal with because I'll just show up and buy like a house for the cheap. And then it's like, yeah, here, here I you hope go. It I happens. Have... Oh, it's going to happen. I'm sitting here watching it go badly every but day but I, I don't have but uh i don't have any hopes that it does i'm hopeless but it's it's fine it's you uh get ready to move again 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 maybe uh no, it depends I, so uh, oh, uh yeah. i've got to figure out i got to figure out exactly um how spiteful i want to be i can move <laughs> uh like obviously my my options are i can stay here in the good old state of california and keep enjoying the apocalyptic weather that I am so accustomed to living with. Um, you know, just heat 98% of the year. Or I could move just a teensy bit up north. But I would have to sacrifice uh, California-ishness. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> I would have to sacrifice uh, the, the part that makes uh, living in California somewhat tolerable for uh, a smaller town. And smaller towns are fine, but two things. One, statistic, your, the, the, the statistical chance of dying goes up dramatically the smaller your town is, which is 
kind of unfortunate. But two, um, in the small, super small towns, everybody's just dead. You're, you well, buy a it's, house, it's <laughs> kill over. I mean, it's usually just because you know no one's going to really do much to deal with whatever problems happen there. It's more of like a, well, they're gone now. Let's keep moving on. <laughs> like no one's going to do anything about that problem. What are you talking uh, about? Like fires? No, no. Like uh, usually like gun Blood violence. In the water. It, gun violence goes up a lot more the smaller your town is. Uh, usually, uh, or just violent crime in general, just because a lot of smaller towns are, one, really great receptacles for people out of prison. They just kind of dump them there because, hey, fuck them. And uh, so that means that they end up just kind of like not having anything to do or go or because small towns don't have economies. So they can't get a job. They can't rent a place because there's nothing for them to fucking do there. And so all that's left is crime. Um or I guess you could be homeless, but being homeless in the United States is a crime. So they're still technically criminals no matter what they do. So it's uh, crime. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. crime is really their only option. Uh, but uh, also there's just a lot of like less hinged people in smaller towns because they tend to be further apart from each other. So there's like a lot of shady stuff going on, like drugs, mostly drugs. Um but yeah, we were looking at some places and the you can look up like statistics and they'll show you about like how uh what the crime rates are. A lot a lot of small towns. And I don't know why this is, though I'm inclined to believe it's because it's a small town, but a lot of small towns have really high levels of violence against women in them. It's a weird statistic that you can just you don't know why find it is. out there. Uh I, I can't imagine why, because honestly, how many of you losers are going outside in a small town? There's nothing to do out there. Stay inside your well, home. Why are you violence even going against women? Out? tends to happen inside the house <laughs> I, was I, mean, <laughs> I was gonna say i didn't think any yeah. of these people were married i thought it was just a like a commune type deal where they're all just like single guys <laughs> living in the woods you can be mar- married in a commune i mean most i think most violence is occurring between people that know each other yeah yeah that's true well, and then second problem, small towns means people fucking know you. And I don't want to be known by people. So why would I want to live in a town where people know me? And then, as you just said, Keith, what they're the probably going to hurt me. Like, yeah, I just looked I looked up a, a, literally at a random graphic of 2009 or whatever. But this random image that I'm just going to put all my trust in <laughs> fucking lists Shasta County as one of the highest crime counties in California. Yeah. And no one lives in Shasta County. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm talking They're about. All dead. That's that's what I'm saying. Is like it's I, I we keep looking up places like oh that'd be a nice place to live, and then we what look the fuck? and and my partner's like I don't know they have like a really high rate of violence against women. <laughs> like well, I mean, that sounds like, like a problem for half of us. Los Angeles and the county I live in and the county I grew up in are all just the exact same shade of whatever orange, yeah. exact middle of the road. Yep, yep. But fucking Shasta is a nightmare. And it's, Alpine, yeah. get out of there. Alpine's a look, nightmare. Look, over look by up more nerd. Lake Tahoe north. is apparently that's apparently like, Fargo. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, is it? I think it's. Is it Carson City? Is that Car- is Carson City the one that's by? I'm trying to think. Sorry, Colonel. I know this is all really riveting information for you. Um. I think Carson City's. I up do not north. know any of these places. No, that's down south. What was I thinking about? I was thinking of. Uh, Crap, which one is it? Where the hell? If oh, there are towns in fall, uh, in fall one and two, then I know them, but otherwise We no. were no, these are too these are too close to the coast to be in Fallout. The um No, Fallout oh, 2 has like, coasts. Fall one as well, I think. 
I don't think northern coast though, right? I don't think Fallout went up north in California. No, it's south. It's south. Yeah, yeah. Fallout uh, Two yeah, is like that's, San that's where all the desert is. The uh, yeah, yeah. No one Fallout wants trees. One is Las Vegas Fallout. and up. It goes up to. Uh, Fall One goes up to what is Shady Sands? I forget, but it's like a famous town. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't remember. Oh, I just no. know this data is not. This data is bad for racists. Racist? Bad for racists. Looking at like what does that mean? Was <laughs> it Shasta, San Joaquin, and Alameda are three of the highest crime counties, and they have three of the highest. Uh, they do not. They do not have like any kind of spike of non-white populations. Shasta is very extremely white, in particular. Hmm. Hmm. Wonder why that is. Sounds like you should <laughs> come to Portugal. We have cakes and don't have guns. It's Meanwhile, some of the least white population in the entire state is appears to be San Benito, and that makes sense. It has. It does not have any kind of spike of crime rate. It is. It blends in with all the orange. Actually, no, no, no. Uh, Imperial is even less white, and oh. it's fucking. It's the bottom of the crime rates. I. It's I, pure. So, so, so okay. So, what for is it called? Benito. Here, that's yeah. blessed. Uh, San Benito. That means blessed. San Benito. Oh, that's different. <laughs> that's a person's name then. Benito uh, yeah, is not mo- actually just blessed. It means something. Yeah, most of the stuff different. here is named after people. Except for uh, San Francisco. We have a lot of San. Vacaville. Vacaville is named after somebody. Saint Vacaville. No. Is it? I don't know. No, it <laughs> is no, not. Vacaville <laughs> <laughs> is the Vacaville is where the cows are. Uh, yeah, it used to be. We got, we got rid of that a while ago. It basically just means cow town. Oh. There are not cows there. Not really. Oh, it's actually, it is named now. after somebody. Oh, is it? Oh, there you go. Yeah, the uh, the first Johnny the first Vacaville. Sec- uh, close. Uh, his name is Juan Vacaville or Vaca. His oh. name is Juan Vaca. <laughs> I'm way oh, closer than I thought I was gonna be. Yeah, yeah. The uh, his name yeah, his was name, John it- Cow. John Cow. <laughs> John Actually, Cowhead. Cow his name is Juan Manuel Cabeza Vaca, which means Cowhead. It's John. His name was just Cow. <laughs> it's Cowhead. Uh, it's but anyways, cow is a normal uh, surname. Obviously, a, a good mess. a good name to name your town. Uh, <laughs> Cowhead. We have we have a uh, we have cow, cow in Portuguese. Although people say it's more bull than cow, but still. Uh, do you Actually, know how much? Also have, do you know how much it costs yeah, to make that town? I don't even know what it looks like, let alone. What it costs. Uh, Let me look. I don't know. Imagine like a, a kind of an unfortunately mostly hilly town surrounded. It's like uh, imagine like a wall of hills surround you and there's some flat land, but it's mostly like below sea level flat uh. land. So it's kind of poopy like land to build on, but someone will make it work. It's fine. Um, but there's buildings and then there's downtown Vacaville. Fiesta days. Downtown. Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> This, is a, this feels weird. Uh, what is this conversation? Weird, sorry, Vacavillians. Uh, we um, I never thought I'd hear Colonel say Fiesta Days. Fiesta, right? It said what a weird, that. Just hearing that out loud is a weird thing to hear. Just like I wait. Yeah. Is it? 
<laughs> unbidden. Just this dude in Portugal is just like, I'm just going to talk about your childhood to- town now. Let's look, <laughs> yeah. the, let's look up the, lo- the local events. Ah, Fiesta Days. Do you feel targeted yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fiesta Days is just like, so we have this really unfortunately kind of half shitty park that's mostly on a hill. And uh, what we do is we get all of the people who own food trucks in like the county to come by and park in the park. And then people can go by and buy food from them if they want, I guess. Uh, But most Mm -hmm. importantly, there's a concert hall thing usually. And someone's playing music. I don't know who it is and I don't know where they come from, but they are playing music there. And downtown Vacaville is mostly just bars, restaurants and bar restaurants. And so one way um, roads and one way roads. And so you can just go down there and just eat food and drink beer and go to the park and eat food and drink beer and then like go look at some modern art that's sometimes in the park but usually it's just like this really ugly piece of metal that's bended weird and then you could also go jump into this the stream that's down below that doesn't really exist anymore because it's been too hot um or you can go look at a post I was gonna office say, are, are you talking about the dinosaur park no no i'm talking what yeah yeah, oh, it's, a dragon, yeah, wasn't yeah. It? it's a dragon Shit. yeah um, yeah yeah, it's just a big stone uh, dragon in a park on top of a hill. Oh, I see the picture. A, and then there's just a big What's that park called, hill Colonel? Where everyone has to sit know. down to watch fireworks. Go look at its name. What does it it's, say? It's the images. Yeah. What is the what is the name it's of that images. park, Colonel? I don't know. Visit vacaville.com. No. What? That's the website. Are I don't you know. On I'm map? on, Are you on, on a... like now I'm just well, on images looking at Vacaville, California. Oh. Oh yeah, sorry. Well, that that park is named Andrews Park. So uh, is it? <laughs> I remember oh, that. That is Let me see if it's referenced here. <laughs> yeah, it is. You, you got the it. The creek walk at Andrews Park. Walk exactly. across the bridge on the corner of Davis and Maine, and you'll find yourself in Andrews Park. Wow, this dragon's <laughs> yeah. way small. This dragon's so much smaller than I remember. I have not been there. It is very small. <laughs> like, yeah. there's a little kid on top of the dragon. That is, yes. It's probably uh, not. A, it's not a big dragon. So let's see. Well, uh, let me let me look it up here. Um, let's look up Vacaville here on uh, my favorite website now. To visit it's just no really because it's one of those big wooden parks that has like a whole like castle to run around in. Yeah, it's a pretty good park actually. If it's, um, if it's still there. So for comparison, we were looking at places to live. Uh, one of the places we were looking to live is Crescent City because it has a lot of uh, uh, work opportunities for my partner. I can move anywhere in the world, so it doesn't matter to me. But uh, she obviously has to work uh, physically at places. And so um, it has opportunities for her Imagine. to work. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. And so we <laughs> were looking at Crescent City because we like trees and we like water. And it has both of those things. And that sounds nice. Um, but the violent crime rate in Carson, in, uh, Carson City is 11.99%. Uh, so per one thousand residents, that can't be. Um, oh, and right. So, and so, so, so it's zero point zero one nine nine. Yeah. So if we're being generous here, uh, based on this website, my chances of becoming a victim of a violent crime are about one in eighty three, which is for a thousand residents is not very great. Um, Wait, one in eighty three? Yeah, one in eighty three. Uh, so it's <laughs> one point. Oh, it's more than one percent. Holy crap! Don't go there, man. Uh, do, and do not unfortunately so okay so it breaks it down too so unfortunately it's uh robbery is number one makes sense 
you know, robbery is pretty easy. Um, not going to work for me because I'm home all the time. So you can't rob somebody who's never gone. No, uh, that's worse, though. Uh, they, no, they, no. It's, you, it's kick your butt. You, you do not want to rob somebody who's home because that is a huge gamble. You're throwing, especially in America, that's too much of a risk. It, 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 um, think of it like animals. Animals don't want to attack a prey that may hurt them back. They usually want to go after something that is pretty easy, like an abandoned or like a home that isn't there because someone has to go to work or something uh why would you rob a house with someone in it when you can just go next door and just break a window there and no one will ever see it um uh but yeah so anyways the point uh, point i'm making is that it's uh the violent crime comparison here is like 11.99 the average the national median for california is 4.4 um that's still so high it is vacaville is 2.4 so, oh. uh, that's not good for Carson City or Crescent City. No, I, I don't no. think I want to live it's in a place times. with that kind of high violent crime. Um, but the more you start looking at smaller cities in California, the more that that number seems to be consistent. And that's unfortunate because I would like to not live in a major city for a while. Maybe just be away from whatever people call this living i guess they may try to lie and call it but it's not really good living um it's it's very unfortunate i would like to be away from people and apparently that just becomes more of a risk to my life uh and so it has been it has been fun trying to and so that going back to the point of buying a house without any knowledge i we have been looking extensively into trying to like figure out everything uh before buying a house like what kind of crime there is and you know what kind of house we're looking for what kind of property like property taxes you'd pay and stuff like that and it's just it's not great it would be nice if i could just be rich and say like i want to buy a big house on a big hill and then i want a big fence around that house with a lot of big guns on it and then nobody comes in the end (laughs) i think you hit the nail on the the head though i think being away from people is what makes it dangerous like Probably. downtown, like there's, unless unless obviously there's it. it this is just a matter well, of trends and stuff. But you much when, rather, when you have a, a, you probably not want to commit crime around a lot of people watching you, right? It's not yeah, usually good yeah. for your success rate. Like it's easier to commit exactly. crime when, when no one's around. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's just a it's it's just a hard part of trying to. I mean, I don't know. It's the my main goal is like I don't feel like I should live someplace if i need a gun to live there <laughs> like is you like and i don't think i've ever had that feeling in any cities i've ever lived in um some people will be really i mean uh i will uh, sorry to preface this men will often say that they feel as if they need weapons to live in certain neighborhoods and stuff to which i would say lol doubtful um it's very unlikely that you actually need a weapon to live in most neighborhoods in a city uh, unless you're like actively a problem for local residents i don't think most people are going to actually give a shit about you most people are too busy trying to struggle to survive as it is that they're not going to even focus on you at all um obviously it's different for women because uh a lot of factors there so usually just have a weapon in general because as as far as i can tell by crime rates it seems to be for you specifically. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but boy howdy, is the numbers always higher when it's related to females as the victims. Seems like a yeah, really problem we should solve. But the uh, 
but yeah so like i don't i don't like the idea that i have to like if i live somewhere i might have to consider home defense options and i don't really want to do that because then i'm gonna have to be like you know then again then i'm gonna have to research it then i'm gonna end up doing like rick sanchez level stupid shit i'm gonna have like homes that have doors that are actually just pits into fire lava buckets or something and i have like a home alone house and i don't want to live in a home alone house but it's if it's the only way to stay safe then you know that's what i gotta do the uh i'm looking at pictures of uh, crescent city and it does look very nice it's a very nice looking city that's the problem it's beautiful it's got mm-hmm. ocean and it's got big old trees and houses are you know a little bit enough apart from each other that you can enjoy it it's not like you're gonna look over your fence and see your next door neighbor uh unleashing a pile of shit on their front lawn um it's you know it's it's got some distance it's got greenery it's got water and a lot of cute little small town stuff but again it's just for some reason a lot of crime <laughs> Uh, yeah i think it it might be the statistics might be skewed as well well i mean obviously it is a lot of crime but that does look like the numbers that are just more than just skewing anything but the fact that there's fewer people means that any crime is going to be more significant um and uh and again if there are no uh like social programs that allow people who don't have a job or don't have a way to feed their family to actually not have to resort to crime then yeah it just would drastically increase that number as well yeah and i mean it's you know you can look it up and see that obviously just like every most most crime statistics uh as time goes by it usually keeps going down right like as you especially california as we continue to have more access to things that people need so they don't have to resort to doing crime or whatever the further the crime rate goes down and so it's not you know it's just the like well am i willing to take the risk for potentially 10 years in the future the city being like super super safe and it's also obviously like looking at the statistics is not necessarily just like violent crimes like there are a lot of violent crimes, but there's actually, like, you're more likely to get robbed, like, someone's more likely to break into your home than they are to kill you. Um, or, vi- I guess, violent yeah. crime covers a lot of other stuff, but you're a lot less likely to endure violence as a crime than you are to just have your home robbed. Which, again, that's why I say, like, I don't want a Home Alone-style house. I don't need, like, you know, I don't need a weapon to go outside and, like, fight my neighbors or whatever in, like, a Fortnite battle, but... It's more just like making sure my home isn't susceptible to robbery. And obviously, I go places. I leave my home at times. On rare occasions, I do. And I don't want to have to, like, in the back of my head, be sitting there thinking about, like, well, do I need to own, you know, do I want Amazon to hang out in my house all day so it can tell me when someone breaks in so then I can call the police who then tell me, like, well, we'll try to get over there in time, but like, eh, you know, low priority and all that. Got a lot of violent crime here in Crescent City. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to like have to endure that kind of problem. Uh, whereas here, I can leave for like a week, and I don't think someone's gonna rob my place because no one's going to. Like, it's just not worth the effort. I mean, someone could easily. I've done it. I've broken into my own apartment complex, and no one called the police on me. So that seems kind of alarming, but. It was fine. Uh, it's just the way it do you is, not, I guess. Uh, this might be a personal question, so no pressure. Uh, do you not have insurance for... Yeah. Know, uh, your, so most... if yeah. you're Especially if you're renting a place, you have to have home in, uh, renter's insurance. 
Uh, so if you rent from any kind of like business, uh, you usually it uh, like one of the requirements is you have to have renter's insurance. And what is renter's insurance? It's a coverage. So it depends on what kind of you get. You can get uh, so renter's insurance usually covers damages to your property up to a certain amount based on what you set it. So if I say, for instance, uh, our renter's insurance is like, I think it's like uh, $100,000 because based of all, like all this fucking shit I've got in here, all this technology, hardware, I've got a lot of money in uh, electronics in here. And so it means that like if a flood happened, the floor caves out and I come oh, yeah. down. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's insurance basically. Yeah, yeah, just insurance for everything related to living in a place. So robbery is also included in that. Um, if someone breaks in, steals all my shit, then obviously they'll work work to get it back, but that never happens, and it most likely I'll just get paid for it. Um, so yeah, like we have that, and you can go and get that, but obviously there's a there. Well, one, uh, if it happens frequently enough, no one's gonna like insure you. So uh, you know, depending on how many times they end up having to pay out a lot of money because you keep getting robbed is a problem. But uh, two, yeah. it is kind of an annoyance to have to go through it. I don't want to deal with of insurers yeah, yeah. at all because they are nine. I mean, their entire job is based around taking your money, ripping you off, and then doing everything yeah. they can to never give it back to you. Um, mm-hmm. Which it's like a bank, but banks have laws they have to follow, whereas insurance don't really have to do much. Uh, so yeah, it's I don't know, it's it's frustrating, but it is possible. Yeah, yeah, it's possible course, to have course, coverage yeah. and and protect yourself to some degree. Uh, but I don't know. It's just it. It is weird. I, I I don't like the. It's I don't know. Either way, informed decisions when buying property to me is important. Um, but I'm also trying to buy unique property. I guess I'm trying to buy property um, that isn't in a common city or in a suburban neighborhood. Uh, and I think ideally we're just going to go for probably like a. Uh, like a buy a plot of land and throw a house on it because it's probably a little bit easier that way. Um, probably cheaper as well. Sort of depends on like the kind of you know depends on how, what kind of where you get the property at, how big it is, and what kind of home you slap on it. And the contractor uh, but, as well. Yeah, but usually it it is weird to think about, but building like having someone build you a home is usually cheaper than it is to build buy a pre made home. Uh, Mm-hmm. And it's usually just because you can buy, you can build a house for the size you want, and not have to try and find a house that fits the size you want. If that makes sense. What? Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, houses can come oh, in I different just... sizes, Keith. Have you guys? <laughs> I'm 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 multitasking. Yeah. I, I have you guys yeah. seen the the boner lamps? The boner lamps. They're I like... will Google that erect looking lamps that stand like at a 45 degree angle off the wall and oh, they yeah, have like yeah, a yeah. foreskin and you, and you pull yeah. down the foreskin and it lights up i think they're I called just, like I just, right what <laughs> i i just looked into them for the first time and like i've never seen they're five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars well or yeah. two thousand they're they're amazingly expensive but they have spikes Holy on them, shit. Keith. I'm not going to pay it up for the less... meme, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, down with the bourgeoisie, <laughs> their boner yeah. lamps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can probably they, they do, make them... They... That like, sounds, sounds like a fun DIY project. 
I mean, probably. It's fucking stupid. It's so fucking absurd. It's, I it's can't clearly believe this. It's clearly art. The guy who made it is an artist. Uh, the whole point. I was gonna is say this. The page, be... the top of the page, has three tabs: artist, works, and contact. Like yeah. this is performance art or something. I uh, just, I my brain hurts. Anyway, I should probably answer the question that I asked two hours ago. Do it, do mm-hmm. it. What's your? How do you do? Do you make? Do you make a <laughs> shit? Projects? I have to remind myself of the question a little bit. Uh, uh, good question. It's a. Uh, so I, I find so that this, what I found interesting about the question is that like it's heavily dependent on what the fuck you mean by a project. Because like I, my job part of my thing, like I just go. So it's like, OK, just do the Let's Plays. And it's like, like well, I, I never finish the project that is having a Let's Play channel. So it very much is just like a daily quota thing. It's like there was, when there was the original like not necessarily question but the implication of like how do you get all this stuff done or how do you keep how do you run this channel and all that's just like it's just like it's i have to i just tell myself i have to do it and so i just have like a minimum that i constantly just have to keep up with so it's like i got to do this much per day and if i don't get that much per day then i got even more done tomorrow or like i just have like a i just keep a quota on my map of like how much i mean on my on my on my map i have a keep i keep a quota on my calendar of how much stuff there is that needs to be done in a given week, and if I fall behind and get too, uh, not enough done one week, then I have to get even more done the next week, and so on and so forth. Uh, as far as like personal projects, like practicing art or writing, and so on, and trying to work on these video essays, which is the writing, but also maybe like I, part of me wants to get into fiction and stuff like that too, and so on. Uh, it's really just a, a lot of like trying to be disciplined enough to like get everything I want to get done in a given day, like exercise, cook, get your recordings done and so on. And then like once you're like hit enter your free time period, because you like technically I do have a flexible schedule, but it backfires because I have a flexible schedule in the way that if I don't keep up with my work, then uh, I just ha- I just it can take all of my time. <laughs> like uh, like if I have X amount of stuff I'm trying to get done, I can, there's like the perfect version of my schedule where I can get this done in exactly this many hours if I'm very disciplined about whatever. And there's the shitty version of that where it could take all day for me to do the normal amount of work because I'm I have to be self-motivated and have to control my own schedule. And that all sucks in its own way. But uh, once I get my stuff done, it's just like I just... I just have to make myself start writing or make myself start drawing or doing any of the stuff I want to keep up with. And uh, what sucks is that they're creative pursuits. And so you can just not be able to do it. Like (laughs) you could just sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to do all my strategies here. I've got my, I've got my dumb fidget toy that I use to uh, occupy my brain a little bit. And I like, I put my desk into standing mode and I take mm. my headphones out so I, I can't get like there's like an inertia to me like getting distracted by like like watching a video or anything because like my headphones aren't in. And so like I don't have access to the audio part of my computer and I'm going to try to write and I've got my big nested fucking document tree in my Google Drive and then I'll just find myself like staring at it for like an hour and not getting anything done and so on. And you just it it sucks because there's just this uh, this dynamic of like you who knows I still don't know how to get stuff done consistently outside of my let's plays where you just start and you just go and it's like it's, when it's been a half an hour it's been a half an hour I guess the episode's done 
barring extra, you know, other circumstances of like, oh, this is unusable. I'm so stuck on this thing or whatever. But usually, a half an hour is a half an hour. But like with writing and stuff, like there's no guaranteed way to get output, and it's deeply frustrating. And oftentimes, it's easy to catastrophize about how much time is left. Because like, okay, I have exactly two hours to be creative. Let's go. Like the moment this podcast ends, I'm going to be like, okay, I have, it was going to be three hours. It's quickly becoming less than three hours until seven o'clock when we do Final Fantasy 14 stream. Like, I, I'm a, I'm, that's my goal is I'm going to like, I'm going to try to eat something real quick. And I'm going to try to write and we'll see if I can do it. When, and in many cases, there's like this ticking, basically all the time, there's this ticking like end point that I, where I, I can be, I only have this much time to be productive. And that is its own stressor of like, getting in the way of creativity as you're thinking about how inefficiently you're using your time and you're you're like this was my one chance today and i'm wasting it and so on and that kind of stuff all sucks in its own way and you're also chipping away at at a weird goal where there is no specific form in which it's done you don't know when it's done or when it will be done or how far you are in doing it or what whether or not the entire project's even a good idea if you're or if you're gonna throw the entire thing away after weeks or something it's a very strange process but in that way yes i do find it better to have multiple parallel projects because basically like you just you want to have that sense of accomplishment or feel like you're working on something or working on yourself and if you sit there for a half an hour just doing nothing because you clearly just can't deal with this one thing today then you can pivot to the other thing and so it's like i have days where i just just no words are coming i have no idea where i'm going with the section I, i have no I'm not getting any writing done, so I'm just gonna pop out my iPad and draw, and then I'm yeah. then I'm drawing on my iPad instead. And speaking of which, that was the one exception of the whole technical discussion thing, is that I did put out a Twitter thing where I just asked I I just asked people uh, whether I should get a an iPad or a Cintiq and like what's different about them and why I would want one or the other and so on. And a bunch of talented artists all gave their opinions and they were all completely understandable and co- like very clearly comprehensible mm-hmm. answers that I were immediately like, oh yeah, that is a thing I would or would not value and so on. And that was like, I'm, I'm, I have never, I have basically never discussed any <laughs> form of hardware and <laughs> and put it out to people like that and had that happen. Where it's like, I have like, a dozen pieces of clear feedback <laughs> that are all comprehensible and have affected my choice and so on. And you bought, you made the right choice by getting the iPad, I think. I do like the iPad. The uh I did want the Cintiq to some extent and it but like it was like You can still get it. <laughs> yes, I mean technically, <laughs> but the, uh, <laughs> the one of the one of the big differences between them that's interesting is that uh something I didn't know to even think about is the idea that apparently the Cintiq has lag. Uh, like, like a lot of drawing tablets have like a lag be t- between no. when you do a, the gesture and when it actually like happens in the thing. It can't. It, it like depends. It, it, it's it depends. It's only it, yeah. And the iPad it, I, totally not. exaggerated. You wouldn't notice it unless you were like using Photoshop all wrong. Because Photoshop is a setting. See, immediately, I pre- I put out an opinion. And everyone's like, I actually. And then now it's like, well, motherfucker, I already bought it. I don't need new opinions. No, no, you made the right choice. <laughs> the good over. thing about the the good no, thing about the iPad, iPad is much, that. Yeah, iPad's a much better decision for, especially for like... It only costs like, twice as much. 
Uh, yeah, but it's uh, I I would say like for what you want to do with an i or what you want to do with drawing, but one, but an iPad the... is going to be a much better decision than like the Cintiq would be. A Cintiq is nice, mm-hmm. and it is like I have my I have my little like uh, X Pen uh, tablet, and it's fantastic. XP Pen. You mean? Oh, sorry, XP. One of the upsides was also uh, the fact that the the medium or small Cintiq or whatever is larger than the supersized iPad, and yes. there's an even bigger one. But that one's like, fuck you, big. Yeah, yeah it's really uh, big. But the I downside is inch. it has to function as another monitor, so you'd have to definitely have space for yeah. your graphics card inch. and so on. But also, you you're also tied to to a computer your desk. Yeah. Which yeah, means yeah. like that's the, the biggest Cintiq problem. is now like a new piece of hardware hovering mm-hmm. about around your desktop at all times, mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. you got to figure out where that goes whenever you're not using it, or like mm-hmm. what kind of crazy arm is it going to be on, or like where is yeah. it going to go? Like I already have two monitors, a vertical one and a horizontal one, and then under one of my monitors is my mixer, and to the right of that monitor is my printer because it's on yes. my fucking desktop because I can't make the cable reach anywhere else in this room. And like, and you know, that's, and that's the full dimensions of my desk. Like to the left of that is my tower yeah. of video game consoles, furniture. And like, like where would the Cintiq even go most of the time? Exactly. My iPad goes on a very low fi by which I mean, like it's like, it's a, it's a silly piece of wooden thing. It goes on this, this wooden, uh, stand, and the stand literally just has a series of pegs under it, and you just change which which uh, you just change which peg the leg is in to change the angle of the entire like thing, like what what angle it's like standing up at, from like ten degrees to forty five degrees or whatever to for your like tilted surface. And if you want it out of the way, you just pick up the whole thing and you go put it somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it's not attached you know, to anything. You know it why? It just lives in the corner over there. You know why I. Uh... Or one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to make my custom desk was because yeah. I got a 13-inch Huion uh, tablet. And I mm-hmm. immediately bumped into the realizations of, oh, I, have to I don't have a desk for this. I have to all the time, even <laughs> yeah. when I'm not using it. Like, right now it's in front of me, but I can't use it very easily. I need, like, it's not it's not easy. I need, like, a proper desk arm for that. And I don't have room my, for that. My biggest hindrance was... Oh, that's uh, a nice for, setup. That's a yeah, cool thing. For, for tablets, yeah, it's just, uh, it just fucks off over there, the corner. The only downside is there's no cable, there's no outlet over there, so I can't charge it over there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, just, that's just where my iPad lives. It just lives nowhere. Go away. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm using yeah. It. No, that's the that's the problem. That's like one of the big issues I have with mine. Is I love mine, but I ended up having to get like this custom case made because one, it doesn't come with a case. Um, but uh, but I had to like get a custom case made so I could store it places when I'm not using it because yeah it's it's a whole ass monitor and so I have I obviously I'm not like it it doesn't need to charge right that's what's nice about it you don't have to charge a tablet you just plug it in and it's ready to go and so I could just keep all the plugs plugged in or whatever have that attached to my desk so I can always easily access it and then I just put the the tablet into a little uh, case like a protective foam case for it. And then just slide that into my shelf, and then that now it's just gone. It's hidden. Um, but I just don't have the desk room. I don't. That's another thing. Like yes, yeah. one, it's tied to your desk. It sucks being tied to your desk when you're trying to draw because one, the only time it's ever nice is when I want to listen to music and look at references at the same time because it's really easy to do all that when you have like multiple monitors. So being able to just be like, I'm just going to keep a reference up here. I don't need to put it into my drawing application. So I can just sit here and draw. Yeah, that looks about right. Um, 
or like if I want to listen to music or chat on Discord, like I can do a lot of things at once when I'm drawing, which is nice. But the rest of it is all just downsides to me where it's like, yeah, it's this big clunky thing on my desk I can't walk away with. Sometimes I want to just go and sit and draw outside. Maybe it would be nice to just like yeah, enjoy yeah. the environment, uh, which, you know, I could just go get a sketchbook, stop being a baby. But then I got to do more work. I got to then the you sketch. can't circle select the part and then drag it when it's the wrong shape and size. Exactly. And you you got to erase it and redraw it. Who lives like this? <laughs> I, you know who lives like that? People who have art in museums and I don't want to be them. So no I got, thank I got you. Old, I got old so fast during my like art challenge thing because I, I was like, before I let myself just get a, t- a drawing tablet, I'm going to make myself do this self-imposed 30-day art challenge where I draw on this notepad that I've got and just see if I'll follow through with it before I spend a bunch of money on a thing that I might not commit to. And I finished the challenge, but boy, was I getting tired of it by the end because it does get so frustrating working with pencils and being like, I just want to fix this without erasing the whole thing and trying to draw that like head again. And now it's wrong for new reasons. And and the weirdness of how whenever you draw a body, every time you draw another part of the body, the previous parts of the body get wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Like they somehow become more wrong the more of the body you draw because proportions are so weird. And you're like, I just just really wish I could resize things. Yeah, I I tend to draw, like I'll spend a lot of time drawing uh, plants if I'm doing physical drawing, like on a pen, like pencil and paper. I'll spend a lot of time drawing plants that way. And what's nice is that I will draw, like I'll draw a plant and then I will start inking over the parts that i did perfectly the parts that i'm like oh this is this is exactly what i want it to look like and then i'll erase the rest of it and redraw the parts i didn't like and then go back and ink those last and so that way i can basically like the goal is just to sketch like use the sketch portion or the pencil portion to just draw some shitty thing and then ink over the parts i like erase the parts i don't sketch over it again ink the parts i like and just like it's a slow meticulous process whereas on a tablet, I'm just like, here's a shitty sketch. Okay, transparent that layer. All right, so yes. I'm going to draw this part <laughs> and and draw all that. Now, that looks like shit. I'm going to cut half of this painting out, and I'm going to redraw all this portion. Like, I can just so yep. meta- like so easily fix a problem on on a tablet that I can't. Oftentimes, with, like, the process drawing. of making a drawing look better is just to do a shitty sketch, reduce its opacity, make a new layer, draw over it again, and, yeah. then, and then you can just then you can just take that layer and reduce its opacity and draw over that one again, and you can just be like yeah. we're going to keep iterating until this finally looks right. And, and that's like, why my yeah, sketchbook is a uh, vegetable paper. Is it called vegetable paper in English? Architect paper, nah, you know the you mean, like paper you can see through essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's. I think it's I called a, tracing. Uh, paper I repeatedly well. when I was working with when I was drawing in my in my book, I was like. I miss that light table we had in, in my graphic design class in high school. Because <laughs> oh, the light table, the light, good, with yeah. a light table, I could have layers with paper. There was mm-hmm. a there's a desk at Michael's you can buy that's set up specifically for that premise. Yep. So it's like half of it is a regular desk, and the other half is just like, oh, I'm gonna pop this desk open and put a light underneath it, and like get to sketch it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, all right. Or even, <laughs> like, or even, or even all you really need is you just need any kind of table that has a glass part. And then you can yeah. just put a light under it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, That's true. Your light, my light, your light table could be your phone, as, as long as you just have something glass to put something on. But That's uh, true. anyway, yeah. this has been another podcast. We did it. We did it. No one has been able to stop us yet. Well, incredible. <laughs> they were able to. They just they chose not to. 
Oh boy, what? I just looked at OBS and realized that your guys' audio was not recording this entire time. You better not oh. screw it up, Andrew. So hopefully everyone's files up. work, and also I have to figure out how to sync this up based on hopefully somebody we... else's recording because uh, I have no sync. Because uh, Andrew records everything, right? I do I also record so. everything. Uh, it has to all as... arrive this time because it doesn't always all arrive, and then I just yeah, use our, I my, will... and I just use my OBS instead. I'm like, oh whatever. I will make sure no it is it arrives because obviously we don't have. Anyway, uh, see you guys next time. Sorry for giving some of you a slight background stress of the idea that I talked about my closing window to try to be creative in, and that's eating into right now. I'm going to go do that now. I'm going to go try do to write. Do creative oh, no. things. So, so bye. Do them what, by. You don't, just, you don't just record all 24-7? What do you even do go with that money I give you on write. Patreon? <laughs> go.